We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live. What is up, fight fans and insomniacs alike? And welcome to another UFC watch party. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. Tonight, we're going to be doing watch party for Gilbert Burns versus Tyler Woodley, the chosen one. Tyron. <laughs> Did I say Tyler? I say Tyler. <laughs> Did I say Tyler? Tyler Woodley. Fuck! <laughs> so good! I was killing the intro. He's rushing Delta Kai this fall. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler Woodley does sound like he's like the captain of the Duke lacrosse team. But Tyler Woodley. Tyron Woodley. Best friends with Chet. Tyron Woodley will be fighting Gilbert Burns tonight to get back to the top of the division. Spending his time hanging out with Dylan. Gilbert Burns. It's actually a huge, huge step up in competition for Gilbert Burns. His chances to bring into the upper echelon of the, of the division. And right now we have the first fight of the night. Mackenzie Dern versus Hannah Cyphers. Cyphers, yeah. I think we called her Clifford's last time on the all through the MMA submission, so it's good to call her Cyphers now. Really? Yeah, we did. I remember we watched one of her earlier fights, and we were like, this Hannah Clifford's is really good. Whoops. Oh, hello. They still have the... Now they have the ring card girls back in the UFC Apex. No crowd still in the UFC Apex. Mackenzie Dern looking a little withdrawn. Did she make weight? Yeah, she made weight. Oh, good. Because you know that's always a toss-up when you're talking about Mackenzie Dern. But she did it. Jason Herzog in the octagon. It looks like there are more people in there. I was going to say, there's I like a the lot UFC more people. Is also entering phase one. I like that. I mean, before the ring card girls, I believe, weren't in attendance. I, I don't remember. I don't think so. Mackenzie Dern, she's had a baby. Mackenzie Dern seems really eager to get the to get the clinch here with Hannah Cyphers. She wants to get this fight to the ground. Cyphers is all about the sprawl and brawl style, though. Cypher's landing some good shots here on the inside. She's, she's really catching her, man. Scrappy. And she's she's so like wiry gyry that she's making sure that Dern can't get gyry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's making sure that Mackenzie Dern doesn't get any good holds. And if she does, she immediately switches position. Look at that. Also, she's wearing the cheating grappler's tank top. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot more friction. I'm saying if I were fighting and that was available, to, you would definitely wear the rash card, right? If you could. If I could, sure. Why not? Plus, I don't want to be too improper. Show too much skin. <laughs> you know what? I think you, you should lean into that. You remember that, that one fight? Show as much skin as possible. You know that one fight? Oh, my God. That inside leg kick hurt me. Have shame, you ever shame. seen that one fight where the guy wore a banana hammock, a Speedo in the UFC, because he lost a bet? How hilarious was that? Oh, yeah. yeah and was... Dana White actually... Paid uh, Brian Ebersole, uh, get that getting that underwear off of TV bonus. It's the only bonus that was like other than fight of the night, KO of the night, submission of the night. I can't believe they let him go in there. I, it was ridiculous. You watch it, and the dude's ass cheeks are out. Dern is actually fighting right now. They're they're scrapping it out at the yeah. UFC apex. We're talking about the fight currently. First round, three minutes into the very first round here. Mackenzie Dern has been trying to Dern get the looks. She's been trying to get the clinch and get the fight to the ground. She she entered the clinch and went for a hip toss like four times in a row. Her movement, no avail. her movement's really odd on the feet. 
You can tell she's not a very experienced striker. Oh, but this jiu-jitsu, Dern trying to pull guard here on Cyphers. After the hip toss, we'll see what Dern can do. Right now, not much has happened. Oh, Mackenzie oh, Dern, she's got leg. a knee bar. She's got a knee bar. Mackenzie she's Dern's got, got a knee bar. Oh, she shit. She's got the knee bar. Oh! Mackenzie Dern taps her. Oh my god, she fucked her knee up, dude. Knee bar in the very first oh, round. Oh, she fucked her knee up, dude. Alex couldn't have timed that message any better. He writes in chat who is winning. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Dern won. Knee yeah, bar. She just won. Jesus. That must be very cathartic for Mackenzie Dern. With her missing weight in her first UFC fights, people were really aggressive against her, including us. But, you know, she got a lot of, like, the Miss Piggy memes all across of Instagram, the Instagram community for MMA. People were talking mad shit on her, and then she had a kid, so she was out for even longer, leaving more room for people to talk. Yeah, I feel bad for Cyphers, man. She was doing a pretty good job there for a while, keeping uh, As soon as you Dern engage, though, her. with Dern on the ground, you could tell she made a mistake. Yeah, that was a great knee bar setup. Wow. Very good. And Cyphers, the weird thing was she she had gone back up to her feet and she chose to go in and engage and try to get some ground and pound off. And you can tell she immediately regretted it. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Mackenzie Dern, though. She can definitely keep improving that stand-up, though, because... <laughs> no, <laughs> well, she had a lot of time off, too. Well, we've seen... She's a strawweight, I believe, right? Um, Maybe a flyweight? I, I don't know. But there's no way she's 135. I think she's a flyweight. Yeah. Well, I think if she's going to compete at flyweight, she would need to really brush up on that striking because Shevchenko would eat her alive. Oh, yeah. She's, that's not even in the same... I think based on the matchup she's gotten, the UFC's aware of that. Exactly. She's not there They're going to give her, not the Sage Northcutt treatment, they're going to slow roll her a little bit. Hopefully, you know, because she's got the... She clearly has the ground game think, to compete. I, I was bummed when Sage went for one championship. I think he's had so much potential. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Still does. Still does. Still could be a UFC champion. And I think everybody in the MMA community is pretty, is pretty much in agreement that he was mismanaged. And, yeah, they fucked him over. Uh, granted, there were a few opportunities yeah, I was where gonna he say, got If you chances, win, right? Yeah. And it's also like winning is the uh, so destroyer young. of all obstacles. He's so young. It's like... Um, what was he, 22 or 21? the other kid's name. What's the other kid in um, Bellator? Aaron Pico? Aaron Pico, yeah. man. I, he keeps asking to get thrown in there with top 15 guys and watching him get knocked out those last two times. Three knockout losses like that, man. It's pretty brutal. It's brutal stuff. And to see him like in the post-fight interviews after every one of those losses, like you put me in there with someone who's unranked, you'll see what I'll do to them. They'll be going to the hospital. And I'm like, dude. And the tough thing is. I get it too. Yeah. Every single one of his fights, all the pressure is on him. So much. So much pressure. Just like Sage Northcutt. I mean, he if got you, the AAA treatment. And if you go into a fight with Aaron Pico, you've got, like, nothing to lose. Oh, that, that's what that guy, Henry Caceres, whoever, the, the guy knocked him out the last time, I believe, said. Where he was like, man, I'm a veteran, and, like, I had nothing to lose going into this fight. People, I was, just, people I, just write you off, so and what's the, guy the point? Said, Everyone's like, oh, uh, my boxing coach said yeah. that I could be Golden Gloves champion. I should be a professional boxer, like, up there with Canelo and shit. And he's Miguel Miguel Cotto's main sparring partner. Yeah, so and when, you, when you are going to fight that guy, you're not expected to do a fucking thing. Yeah. So you can just throw caution to the wind, take chances, and what happens when you take chances and the other guy, he hesitates. And in all of those fights, he had the guy hurt, he had them in trouble, and just got overzealous. Yeah, and that's what uh, I think it was like Rashad Evans. He said this, and it was one of like the the most informative things I've ever heard about fighting. He was like, he was talking about the BJ Penn knockout outside of the strip club, <laughs> where he got dunked by a bouncer. 
Yeah, yeah, and he said, what makes fighters good at fighting is their ability to minimize risk and use technique. And when you throw throw caution to the wind and you get over eager, you abandon what makes uh, martial artists so effective in fights. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because then you're just another guy in a in a, an affliction shirt like you throwing could, bombs. You could use this fight as an example. You have Mackenzie Dern, who's extremely accomplished in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And then you have Cyphers, who wants this to be a dogfight. She wants to be, have a dirty boxing match Sprawl on and the brawl feet. and just be And I would say the first two minutes of that fight, she was accomplishing that. She was, she was kind of fucking Mackenzie Dern up there against the cage for a bit. She landed a great standing knee. And things were going really well for Cyphers until Mackenzie Dern's like, you know what? Forget this. I- I'm a BJJ black belt and extremely experienced in grappling. I'm going to use that to my advantage. She got the fight to the ground and submitted her. Once the fight was on the ground, how quickly? 20 seconds? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? Well, that's what makes martial artists so crazy. Because I'm not... When I say some dude in an Affliction t-shirt throwing bombs, that's nothing against the dude in the Affliction t-shirt. Oh, wow. What I'm saying is... People who work out, even if they're unskilled, are still dangerous. And martial arts allows particularly, you to... Particularly on the feet. That's yeah. why... Those affliction guys are, are usually big dudes, and they're throwing hard punches. From my perspective... Technically all, not great, Almost but. all the MMA training that I've ever done has been in grappling. Just because striking is so fucking dangerous. You even want to eliminate the striking as much as, much as possible. possible. We I, saw that. Look at Gary Tonin's and Dylan Danis's fights. Those Khabib. guys are... Khabib. Well, Khabib <laughs> is the golden standard. Yeah, exactly. Of minimizing, minimizing risk, risk and maximizing opportunity. Definitely. I, so this is an interesting little factoid. Uh, that was the first leg lock submission in women's MMA. That's sick, man. That is really Wait, cool. Wait, really? Yeah, that, I, that shocked me. That is shocking. So I saw that. That's a nice little accolade. Well, I think women's MMA in the past five years has had the... It's hard to even state how big in of the an evolution. In the UFC, obviously. In the UFC. It's hard to uh, explain how big of a metamorphosis the sport has taken. I think it's progressed faster than any other sport ever before. Women's MMA. Oh, yeah. In the terms of skill jump, like, you think about, like, tennis, right? Tennis starts out, and it takes, like, 300 years to get to, like, the modern state of the game. and Or football. Football, if you throw in Johnny Unitas now in the NFL, he's going to... Ha- Probably be like a maybe he's a first stringer and he's probably isn't in the, the legend. NFL, yeah, no. What? I don't even know if he'd play in the NFL. That's now. what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't know if he would make a team. Oh, that's, that's a good point. It's a good point. I was I didn't wanted to be nice to the United fans. No, I mean it's not a slight against game, United. The training has changed. Everything has changed. Technique has changed. All the players are faster. Everybody, people are bigger. People are performing better. Yeah. Even the QBs are still in shape and can <clears> run <throat> if the opportunity presents itself. Most of them. Even Brady. I don't know. I don't know. Let's Roethlisberger going for many first dude, downs. Dude, Bra- Roethlisberger. Does it, he have some wheels? That dude, we don't he know has about? some fucking wheels, though. <laughs> you see a, a 6'3, 290 pound man roll out for he's a pass. He's all of 6'6. Six, six. He's fucking. He, he's enormous. He's 6'6, 290. I guarantee it. <laughs> he's all yeah, of 300 what is he pounds. At? Look at this. Yeah, let's check out Ben Roethlisberger's weight. But what I'm saying is, uh, women's MMA has gone from like that to that. In five years, it went from women just having absolute slobber knockers, and you have like the one forty-one. My dick. Yeah, no way. <laughs> two forty-one, maybe in his college days. Two forty-one, six-five. Nah. nah, look at his face. I saw his last season, dude. He had a fucking two forty-one. Is this the face of a guy who's? That's him when he was younger. I was gonna say he, that was him when he was younger. There's no fucking way he's two forty-one now. 
I'm saying in that picture, you think he's lighter there? No, in no that way. picture, there's no way he's too. He's got a full face. He's like Vince Vaughn, always looks bloated. Yeah, but um, you had women before who had very little technique, and you had like the Outliers, the Gina Carano, the Ronda Rousey, who were able to bring some of that technique in, and now you have Whaley, uh, Whaley, Zhang, Zhang. Zhang and uh, Yuana Yonjacek, Valentina Shevchenko, Amanda Nunes. These chicks have legitimate skills, man. And you want to talk about fighting? They could give some UFC male flyweights a run for their money. Oh, yeah. I mean, look how far we've come. We had, if you just go back to when Ronda Rousey was the champion, you had people contending for belts who were like, oh, I got into MMA because I wanted to lose weight. Bech I'm looking at you, Bech Kohea. Bech Kohea. And uh, what's her name? Not to knock her. She's Val- a good fighter Val- now. Valerie Letourneau. She was like, I wanted to stay in shape. Also, I mean, lots of people. I think, um, oh my God, boring fighter she just fought. Uh, Angela Harris. Oh my God, yeah. She she got into MMA to lose weight too, but she's only been fighting for like four years, but she's progressed a lot. Um, but Angela yeah, Harris? Angela Hill. Angela Hill. Oh God, please don't subject me. UFC, put more Hannah Cyphers in there. Put more Mac- of Mackenzie Dern in there. Don't but, give me more Angela but Hill But the fights. point I was trying to make was yeah. you see people who are getting into MMA to, to stay fit. And now in women's MMA, you have people like Valentina Shevchenko. Who have been who have murderers, been murderers their whole the life. Time, and they're getting better over like Dude, each fight. They're getting better. You that's know what a I'm bad saying? bitch. And just looking back now, like in hindsight, we, we would hear people like Joe Rogan say, you know, Ronda Rousey. I don't know how a fight would go against her against a 125 pound guy. Well, you know what I'm saying? And it would be like all the dudes who are on the inside of the community would go, okay, dude. She would get fucked up. Yeah, no way. Not it, even, it would be she, not even close. But there was so much hype around her back in the day. People would be like, I don't know how a guy would fare against somebody who's yeah. as, as skilled as a judoka you have those as she vi- is. And you have those viral. As skilled of a and you have those viral clips of her flipping the male reporter and shit like that. That really, that really fueled a lot of those stories where she judo tossed the reporter. But um, broke his ribs. Yeah, but yeah. now you have these chicks who are dangerous. Like they could actually beat up some some lower like local show guys for sure. Probably, you know. And I think we're there now. Amanda Nunez. I've been in gyms before, sure. And while it is rare to see a girl who can take it to the guys, when you do see it, they use their they have better technique. And, oh yeah, particularly in grappling. Oh yeah, yeah. I've de- that's what even more common because you remove that blunt skeletal muscle trauma. That's right. being applied. Takes away some of the strength advantage, for sure. But of course, stratification. As you go into the upper level of the guys, I was joking when I said they could beat up UFC flyweights. Because once you get into the upper levels of like, this is a male professional fighter. Yeah, obviously. That's when the, the difference comes in. So up next, we have Roosevelt Roberts versus Brock Weaver. Dana White said this fight night was him putting on fighters that he personally really likes to watch, but that the public hasn't seen a lot of yet. I know. I was just about to say, I'm not very familiar with... I know Brock Weaver's got a crazy neck tattoo. He said this is one of the most sleeper cards. He even did a video on his Instagram where he was basically giving you like a... like a, He was summing up these fighters and being like, look, man, these guys bring it every time. Billy, Billy Quarantino... Wow. Uh, Billy Billy Q is fighting on this card too, and he's only one through a finish. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. And then uh, on the other side of that, I think he's fighting a pretty well-known guy too. 
But definitely, uh, Woodley versus Burns is the biggest fight tonight, without a doubt. Not even close. Not even close. Oh, you got Blagoy Ivanov fighting. Oh, was that the cat who was brought in who was like the ch- MMA champion elsewhere? Um, I don't recall that. We've definitely watched his fights before. Dude, is Brock Weaver a Native American? If not, that is insensitive. I'm just <laughs> it's insensitive. I appreciate the war paint, though, dude. Man came out full Joker status. Wait a second. What? I might know this guy. Are you thinking about Charles Rosa? No, no. I think I went to a seminar with this guy. No shit. I think. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I know this guy. Really? Yeah, I went to a seminar in uh, Tampa, and he was there. And he was te- was he teaching or was he? No, he was a student. Dude, he's a bad. But he in, uh, there was a seminar hosted by Joe Lozon. And Joe brought him. No, he was there. He was a student, and he and Joe Joe knew each other. They were talking, and Joe was like, "Hey, Billy, what's up?" And Dude, I'm like, I don't know shit that they know each other. This and then I googled this guy after the fact. He was on um that that show, uh, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, he's a bad motherfucker, yeah. dude. He is very good at grappling. Yeah. Well, he has six submission wins, I believe, in the UFC. Yeah, he was fucking me up. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, I was going to say. He's well, small, too. Well, that's one of the most eye-opening things, man. I always say it all the time. You know, you, you watch movies. You yeah. watch movies, and you're like, oh, my God. You know, you can just be a an action star, and you can wah, wah, wah. This is so exciting. I hope he does well, man. And then you get in there with like top level grapplers and dudes who are fighting for a living and you just realize, yeah, he was working me. You realize the levels, man. Especially, yeah, I I didn't know that in striking too, there are those levels just like in grappling. Oh yeah. And you box with someone who's a boxer and you're like, I cannot find this person's head. I don't know where it went, (laughs) Uh, but now I'm getting hit and I I want to go home. It's much more difficult to see that they're setting things up on the feet though. Then that's what I'm saying. Whereas like, you can literally in your mind be like, oh, I lost my arm. Okay, yeah, exactly. this grappler has that. All right, let's go. And then he just works you through like into worse and worse positions, and then it's over. Exactly. And then you're grappling, nice. you realize that your movement is becoming more and more restricted. And you're like, oh, okay, now, now he's trapped to this arm. Yeah. So I guess this is just out of the equation. And then before you know it, it's being extended at the elbow, and you're like, oh, God. That's the worst thing, too, because you, you notice these better, these like top level grapplers. Uh, like especially black belts when you're grappling with them, they like control how you move. Oh yeah. Like, so like I, I'm like, Oh, I don't even have control anymore. Cause he knows what I'm going to do. Yeah. They force you to move in a particular way or do and something. Then and then capitalize off of that. On that and then sure. it makes you question it and then you wait and then it's over. Which That's, is, so I'm excited to watch him fight. That's yeah. really cool. So we'll get this. <clears throat> this we'll have Roosevelt, Roosevelt Roberts, Roberts versus the, I guess, uh, native American, Native American chieftain. American? I saw him wearing that headdress. And the war paint. I, I, He's not Native said, American. I that's said, awfully that's problematic. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's appropriation. Yeah, that that's... Uh, we're, we're all... We <laughs> that's fucking illegal. It's a problem. We do like a little appropriation here, though. Just no, to we're taste... The, we're the most PC podcast out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're doing... They're doing a documentary on Lance Armstrong, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. Yeah. PEDs. Dude, how crazy is this? Now that we have USADA in the UFC, 
that reminds me of all those times where athletes were just on steroids and they knew they were probably on steroids. Like uh, the perfect example of this, but they, they didn't know, right? They didn't quote unquote know. It was jacked 3D, the pre-workout when it came out. Everyone was like, jacked 3D is the best. You get insanely pumped. You're building so much muscle. And then it came out, the jacked 3D had steroids in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. And they got hit with the band hammer. But guess what? Jack 3D apparently gave you such a good pump that people were trying to buy original batch jacked 3D. I, even I Googled it. You can't oh, find it. You have to. I tried. Once I heard, I was like, all right, I got to see if it's even out there. You can't find it anymore. It's like five. For me, my my uh, Twinkie, you remember, have you ever seen Zombieland? Oh, yeah. And Tallahassee was hunting down. <laughs> he was hunting down the Twinkie. Yeah. For, for athletes, that's jacked 3D. But for me, it's five gum elixir. Elixir was a flavor of five gum that was discontinued. And the only way you can buy it, you have to buy it $500 a pack. This guy has a chest tattoo that says about money. This other guy has a chest tattoo of a Punisher skull sitting on the Iron Throne, it looks like. I don't know what that is. I can tell it's definitely a cover tattoo because he probably yeah. has a girlfriend's name. Devastating. Here's the thing that. about fighters. Uh, uh, <laughs> their impulsiveness, which brings them success in the octagon, not always the best for tattoo planning. You We've know what? Now that. that you say it, I do see Native American chieftain there. I do. Looking I at his Wait, face. Wait, actually, yeah. He does look Native American. Yes. Oh, don't do it. Favor unto you. <laughs> Let's go, brother. <laughs> we must go forth. Go forth. Get the win. Roosevelt Roberts, I wonder if he's related Wait to Wait a second. He looks like a different person there. Is he related to Kenny Roberts? Oh, it's the fro. That's why. He about have a fro about money. That is Hey, you know, he know that he you know what I actually respect it. He's showing you what he's about. Oh, and the one under that says mob. <laughs> there we go. Roosevelt Roberts versus Shout Brock out. Weaver. Shout out Herb Dean. Herb Dean has been giving great <laughs> little like vlogs where he's starting to give us fight stories from his past and they are fucking tremendous. Yeah, I know everybody and their father has a podcast, but he should have a podcast. He really should. Okay. The this two, fight here oh, is underway. Already Brock Weaver's looking to put the pressure on Roberts. 452, 51, oh, 50, 49 dude, if you want to sync man, it up. 69 can fight, dude. He does look like Tablanchi 75. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. The Brock Weaver isn't a rat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's no snitch. <laughs> Very impressive here. Roosevelt Roberts has a seven-inch height advantage. I'm loving how Brock... Oh, oh shit. Stiff right hand say from that. Roberts. But I like how Brock Weaver is pushing the pace, man. He is. He's making Roberts uncomfortable. That's one of the things. People say you have to fight <laughs> while going backwards. But... Fighting backwards is so fucking hard. It's tiring, yeah. And no, it's technically hard. There's so many more things you have to account for fighting backward. Oh, where's the cage? Where am I Where am I moving? Do right. I have room? It's true. It's true. And it's a whole other way they set traps. Whereas the pressure fighter just has one direction. Go. Forward. Roosevelt, at you. He's he rotated. Switched position here. He was being pressed up against the fence, and now he's pushing Weaver up against the fence. Those tall guys with the fucking leverage. leverage. Ugh. All right, we're back to the center of the octagon now. Absolutely. Oh, shit. Oh, Roberts with a great, great combination. Combo. His Tekken meter just went up, dude. I, oh, shit. Another stiff right from Roberts. Dude, these guys came to fight. Weaver's got to get on the inside. He's got to do something. 
Keep those hands up, I think too. he knows that. If he sits on the outside with Roberts, you're going to get... Looks like he's going to get picked apart here. You definitely will be. Yeah, now we're fighting at Roberts' range. Brock really has to... He can't just stand at range, though. He, that, oh, oh, there shit. we go. Roberts That's, started talking shit. He said, come on. He needs more of that. Brock needs more of that. He can't wait because Roberts is measuring him right now. You can tell, right? Brock's pushing. He's literally he's you can, pushing him up against the cage again here. You can see Roberts actually timing him as he looks at him. What what is the grappling pedigree here? Do you uh, know if any either of them? I'm actually not are sure. Accomplished. We can check out their sub wins, but yeah, I wonder how tall is Roberts? Is and what weight class? Lightweight. Wow, man, he must be really tall then. Six two. See, I was gonna say, man, he looks thin. Yeah, he is very thin. There's Six no f- two at lightweight. That's ridiculous. I I hate guys who have that much leverage. He's a brown belt. I'm going for Brock Weaver. I I hate the tall boys who cut weight and then they're like, I'm just gonna use my leverage and reach. Well, if you're pulling for Brock, he's got some ground to cover. Well, he is. He's getting picked he's apart at range. And the thing is, you he's focused losing, on Roberts talking to him. You don't need to be focused on Roberts talking to you, and. You can't just stand at his box. Good body range. shot there from Brock. He That's needs to good. use his footwork to get inside. Right now well, he's lunging. He's actually doing something smart right now. And if you're getting, if you're losing the exchanges, right, because the guy's too fast, tire him out. Yeah, yeah. Get on him. Put I your agree. body on his. Put your head in his Make chest. Make him carry your weight. Make it gritty, man. I agree. And that pushing and that pulling is going to take pop out of Roberts's punches. It's not going to make yours any faster. But it's going to slow him down. Uh, definitely. I'd like to see him start throwing some body kicks and head kicks to those arms. Yeah. I think that you have to adopt a Khabib style of fighting. If you really want to... Because if you think about it, it only steers... Minimize risk. It, it only steers toward advantages. Because let's say you can defend the takedown up against the cage the whole time. Not only have you been aggressed upon for the full five minutes, but now you're exhausted. Yeah. You're exhausted. And if you shore up your hands too, I mean, you're winning the fight everywhere. I, I, that's what I'm saying. And as... The guy's terrified of getting taken down. It opens things drops up. Drops his hands. Yeah. You saw Conor McGregor, one of the best strikers in the UFC, gets clipped with a haymaker overhand right. Yeah, that came from about 7,000 feet away. It was a Mortal Kombat punch. You might as well jumped, charged up your meter, and then executed. I mean, it was insane. But that's what happens when you're so worried about the takedown, you know? It's impossible. I can't even imagine the level of like respect I have for fighters who are fighting a good wrestler who also is, has those hands like Khabib. I mean, we saw that in the Ally Akinta fight. Ally Akinta is a great boxer. Oh, shit. Ally Akinta is a great boxer, and Khabib beat him in a boxing match. If, if Roosevelt's able to secure a takedown here at the end of this round, he will certainly win this round 10 yeah. 9. Yeah, definitely 10 9. I thought you first second there, you were going to say 10 8, and I'm like, that would be. No, no, no. Oh! Standing guillotine here. That brown belt's paying off. Powerful move by Roberts, though. I mean, Weaver. That was smart. Did the 360 out of there. That was desperation right there. Yeah. That's the will to win. The will of fire. He's back taking 10 seconds left. No time to work, unfortunately. No problem. The problem is I see a lot deep breaths from Weaver. That was a sick setup there for that guillotine, though, by Roosevelt. Very, very cool. I'm looking for Weaver to... He's standing just at Roberts' range. He needs to either be outside of that or look to get in. Yeah, but he's to get in w- with his footwork. If he's lunging with these punches, he's Dude, never going to close the distance. I don't understand striking footwork at all. I was watching a Teddy Atlas breakdown, and he's like, he needs to step like... I didn't say it was going to be easy. That's what I'm saying. He's like, 
when you're a shorter fighter, you need to step in, step out, step in, step out, step in twice, step out. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Teddy. It's it's no easy feat, but he ha- it has to be done. It's the struggle of the shorter fighter. Yeah. But guess what? In those grappling exchanges, you're quicker to manipulate. Or if he doesn't want to get inside and have a, have a boxing match on the inside, he's got to secure one of these takedowns well, and work on the ground. You know, as a fellow dude who has T-Rex arms... Like your boy here. How dare you? It's tough. It's tough, bro. <laughs> That's why you got to get this shit I was to the ground. Say, you got to get it to the ground. Because if it's standing, dude, I'm just getting clobbered. I'm yeah, getting my no ass kidding. kicked. No kidding. If I'm cornering for you ever, you got to take him down. I'm getting jabbed from a foot take out. He has a foot of reach advantage. I'm just getting plowed in the face. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. We got the second round here underway. I would Jeez. not be surprised if. Oh, shit. Oh, Roberts hit him coming in. Roberts, Roberts clipped him coming in. Weaver, though, I like the aggression. It's just oh, sweet mother. That was a great jumping knee to the body. Roberts is timing Weaver coming in. He totally is. That's what happens. I'm telling you, when you lunge with those punches, you can see. Oh, that Weaver. See, changed up the tempo a little bit there. Okay. Still no takedown. We have Weaver pressing Roberts up against the cage now. Oh. The hug of death. I don't know. I don't think it's going to kill him. This was this was exactly what Oh, happened. I love that rock'em sock'em shit. Better separates better. separates and just hits More him to that. the body. More of that. At least you know where he is. That's a good combo, he's too. He's not landing punches at distance. See, this is the problem. You're in he's in Robert's boxing range there, but he's now, not now in, doing it again. Separate. Nice! Those are good shots. Good shots to the body. Uh-oh. Uh, got reversed with the leverage. That leverage must be so annoying. That's okay. No significant damage mm, being done. Don't here. do that. Don't burn your arms out squeezing on this. It's, it's not, not coming. It's not that tight. And his head's going to pop right out. Robert seems to be the more adept grappler. I think so. I wonder how much energy Weaver has. I can't tell. He looks fatigued. It's tough to tell when they're being pinned up against the cage. We'll see how he moves right after they yeah. separate here. If they separate. There we go. There we go. I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, he's fine. It wouldn't make sense for Roberts to continue to press. Oh, oh my God. Just That's n- why. It wouldn't make sense for Roberts to continue to press Weaver up against the cage when he's getting the better of these engagements on the feet. Roberts gets now a takedown. Now we get down. Roberts getting a takedown. After he Yikes. clips him again. He clips Weaver on the feet and then secures a takedown. Three minutes to work. Weaver has to get back up to his feet. Weaver here. has to. Oh, great. Get control up. of the he's, wrist it's there It's fine. He can give up his back. He just has to. He cannot give up his back. He's not on his knees. Yeah, he's not Daniel Cormier either. You can't give up your back to stand right up, dude. Absolutely not. Half guard here. Oh, shit. Roberts Took a working stiff from half elbow. Guard. Nice short elbows from, from Roberts here. Very good. I like the I like that Weaver's trying to keep moving. You cannot stay. No, he's gotta he's gotta get his back to this cage. He's gotta scoot his butt. Holy shit. Scoot to the cage more. Roberts is doing a good job. Darce. Oh, Darce. Darce from Roosevelt. Darce from Roosevelt Roberts. Great way to sit out there. But he got mount. He he defended the Darce, but he gave up mount. This is looking rough here. 215 to work. That's a Roosevelt Roberts has mount. Don't stall. He's going to give up his back and fish. Yep. Oh, geez. He's giving up his back here. Roosevelt Roberts has got the choke. He's got it. That's a. Oh, great way to peel the top in. He's got it now. He's got it now. Go to a short choke. That's it. That's the fight right there. No, he's turning into it. Oh! Brock Weaver is hard. Brock Weaver does not want to give up. Oh, he's getting pounded here, though. He's got to move. 
a lot of other guys would have get lifted their neck and given it up, dude. Back mount here for for Roosevelt. Now here's the thing: if Weaver can survive, he's got it again. He's got he's got the choke again, and he's got both hooks in. That's it. That's he's, a tap. Yep, taps. Wow. Let go of me. I hate when fighters do that. I'd fucking... I'm like chill. I'd be like, get off me, dude. Jesus. Roosevelt Roberts just submitted Brock Weaver via rear naked choke and then proceeded to hug him from behind, which is just totally unacceptable in my book. <laughs> dude. Get and the way away he pushed him off, me. too. If I got submitted then pushed like that, I'd be like, hey, man. Who wins the spike fight? Well, I actually trained with Billy, so I have to go for him. I just I have to. Got to root for him. Spike Carlisle's no joke, though. He is no joke. Fuck, man. These guys came to bring it, though. Brock Weaver showed his toughness spinning out of that short choke. That was gnarly, dude. But Roberts just had better skills, man. He was refined, much more refined. He everywhere. didn't have the aggression, but he had... I didn't think he needed the aggression. That's he was measured, good output. Well, at first, he didn't really let his hands go, but then he found his distance and... I think he was getting that timing. Yeah. Like, I told you, I could literally see his brain like he, he was he was measuring you. That's, you can like, it's like a nature documentary. Have you ever seen like how like uh, a snake will watch its prey? Or like a cheetah, you'll see it in the Serengeti, and yeah. it'll just be watching and timing, and then it just goes. And you could see Roberts do that. And then he saw that Brock had slowed down, mm -hmm. and he took over. Yeah, that was, that was a very impressive performance from Roosevelt Roberts. I'll be looking out for his fights in the future. And he is about money, because he just secured the bag. He dude. did secure the bag. Now he's 10-1. and 14-5 and five for Brock Weaver. Still not too shabby of a record there. Not bad at all. And he is game. I wonder how long he's been fighting exactly. Let's see. Oh, so he is Native American. Jessica, yeah. Jessica Tuska. Is his name, I don't right? think that's right. Go back to it. His first fight was in 2013. Chata Tuska. His first fight was in 2013. So he's relatively new. That's good, man. Yeah. I hope he gets another shot at the big show. Because I know a lot of fighters, you have two fights, you lose once, and... UFC's quick cut. They have 500 fighters. I definitely want to see him again, though, because he was he had aggression, which is... It was an entertaining fight. For entertaining fighters, I look for aggression, man. So who do you like in the co-main, Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai? I think they're trying to give Blagoy Ivanov a win. I th I'm going for Blagoy as well. I like Blagoy in that fight. I feel like heavyweights, you can't even trust their records. So when even though Augusto Sakai is 14-1-1... I don't trust it, man. You can't trust heavyweight fighters because they probably did like some smokers. They did. They fought a lot of bo uh, bakers and mailmen. It's entirely possible. And y y we like we've seen. Uh, I've seen uh, uh, heavyweight fighters who are at the lower levels of competition, and uh, the training level is not where you'd want it to be. Yeah, the motivation just doesn't seem to be there. That's what. I'm, well, it's always a. It's a running meme and joke in wrestling teams. Big boy moves, uh, yeah. big boy work ethic. You know, they're always like, oh, I'll skip the lap. And that's why I've always said, you know, just getting a big guy who's motivated is half the fucking battle. <laughs> if they have the height, dude, it's half the fucking battle. I'll tell you what, though. Two fights into this card, and I am already very happy with it. Oh, it's entertaining. And I think Dana... Fighters Dana, are getting after it. As 
fucking promised in the apex how crazy is it this is why the ufc built all of these facilities all around the world yeah this is this is they're starting to hit what i've always wanted since i've become a fan of the sport that street fighter level shit where it's like it's just like a street fighter game unless but the fights don't take place in person like just in the streets they don't they missing that one component of street fighter but you understand what i'm saying right it's a tournament it's a giant fighting pool of fighters to see who's the best in the world across these training facilities. Now the fighters can go to like the apex. Yeah. They're, they're building up fighters. I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's a entirely like a tournament Kumite style thing. Who's the baddest of the bad. Cause there's a lot of showmanship involved. Yeah. And it is, a but business. that's part of the show. Just like street fighter. They all have like, their I think it's more different. I think looks it's more and, like that now than it once was when yeah. you had like Conor McGregor was super, super active in the beginning of his career and the shit talking was at an all time high and people were li- the, the odds maker, not the odds That's makers, still the street fighter, Sean Shelby and the rest of the matchmakers. There were just like, whatever makes the most money. It was right around the time they were about to sell. And then right after they sold that, they were just like, we just got to keep eyes on this thing to show it's worth. And then they made the potential um, buyers. And then they made that $4 billion deal and so. now they're they're doing a great job with fighters i think I they're think so. and i've seen Better, with young talent anyway they give them tools they give them a meal plan service a supplement service and a gym that they can go to it's definitely a sport on the rise and that makes me really happy to see because because it is my favorite sport and it's and i, I want to stop hearing those heartbreaking stories of dudes like bisping like kamaru uzman where it's like they had to live in friends' houses, yeah, but they, live in their the car. The thing is, they went through that stuff so, so that we can have these great times and, and we can experience that boom that we're experiencing now. And that's why they created the Hall of Fame. And that's exactly. To look back and be like, these are the dudes. You want to talk about struggle, bro? Train that hard when you know you don't have food waiting at the house. Or if you don't even know there's going to be you don't have at the, the house. end of this rainbow. Yeah, I was going to say, you're doing it for the love of the game. And that, that's that's really impressive. Because when you put on those those fucking small gloves for the love of the game, and you get in there with another guy who's going to try to take your head off, anything can happen, dude. And that's the coolest thing about this. That's why you respect sport. fighters so much. Yeah. Even if they have, they're doing their own five because they're willing to get some shorts on, put on some gloves, and go out there and try take to a chance. take a chance. And it's manifest destiny in its purest form, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Street Fighter shit. You have an Irishman wearing mink coats, yeah. yelling at this rushing Dagestani fighter with the puffy hat and his team of like 40 guys who look just like him. Yeah. That's movie shit. Who are all killers. That's m- And they're great fighters. Yeah. At least five dudes in his entourage are top fighters right now. Yeah. I mean, like you can't make that shit up. Mm-hmm. You really can't. It's it's pretty cool, and I'm happy that we're starting to see that. We're moving past some of the freak show stuff that Japan did, and I like that too. There's a place for it. That, I, that's why I'm happy Ryzen exists, <laughs> right? Because the, I do want a federation that's like that's the state. And I'm still federation. happy that Bellator exists because we need a market for this. We need and, yeah. and the market pushes when you have competitors. Obviously, it's going to push innovation. And it, what Bellator does is it raises the pay for fighters. Yeah. You need the competitor, so the UFC can't just be like, "Well, you're getting a a one one split contract, mm-hmm. or like a six six, or like they're bringing the the lowest paid fighters." And just up. because the UFC is the biggest doesn't mean that Bellator can't innovate. And when you see your competitor innovate, yeah. the UFC can yeah, sure. can look at what they're doing and be like, "Okay, how can we make this better?" Because we want to keep eyes on our promotion. Yeah, I want to see. And that's how you, when you get a competition like that, that's how. The tide rises. A uh, rising tide raises all ships or something like that. That's the expression. 100%. Oh, look, they're showing fucking Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, the original mixed martial artist. 
I just love that, you know, he wasn't a competitor. He wasn't as much of a, like, an actual, like, fighter fighter. a philosopher. Yeah. But that's exactly my point. He was yeah. the first. That's why I call him the first mixed martial artist, because he at least was knowledgeable enough to say, oh, shit. Well, yeah. But he learned, he learned traditional karate, and then he came to the U.S. and got fucked up by wrestlers or something yeah. like that. It, well, like, he wrestled with wrestlers and was like, whoa, there are holes, it. and <laughs> this is a thing. But also, he saw Western boxing. Yeah. And he saw he saw the European kickboxers, and he was like, there will be a time. He said that in the Tao of Jeet Kune Do. That's what the Tao of Jeet Kune Do is. It's taking from Blending all sports styles, and styles. Yeah. It's taking those good parts and putting them all together. To share up holes that the, each individual martial art has. And yeah, I agree. one of the first dudes to do that. And then, obviously, he didn't do it in competition, but people took his philosophy and... And applied it and to applied their training it. and employed it in, in competition. Definitely. He's, he's a pioneer. I don't think... I think we would still have the UFC without Bruce Lee, but I don't think MMA would be as popular as it is today. You, you see people who aren't even uh, fans of traditional MMA today. They don't watch the UFC, but they know who Bruce Lee is. Exactly. And because of Bruce Lee, they're aware of competitive fighting in general. Yeah. At least the concept of it. Well, for me, it's... Uh, the, the, the beauty of the UFC has always been that it cuts out the needless rules. It cuts out like the gameness of sports and yeah. it cuts to the bone of like, what's and that's real. Not to say it can't be refined. I still think that there are a few rules that yeah. but need it, to be removed. At the altogether. end of the day, it's about what's real. And, and you, you know, you can't say like, Oh, like after you lose, you can't right. be like, I'll and beat that's his why, ass. That's why no, I you had the chance. <laughs> exactly. We gave you the opportunity to, it, it boils everything down. Exactly. You know, like when you see other sports like football, basketball, baseball, what happens when all things go awry? You know what I'm saying? The batter yeah. rushes the mound and tries to fight the pitcher. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But they're already doing that. These people yeah. are fighting. So. <laughs> exactly. And you can't say, oh, we mismanaged the roster or oh, one of our players had an off game and we lost. No, you lost. Yeah. And you may have had an off day, but you can't have why, off days in the sport. That's why I get so heated about the judges, though. Because it, it adds yeah. in ambiguity and you're like, did you lose, though? Because well, you I have, watched the fight. You have to be like a guy like... I've always said, it's not right, this isn't good, but you need to be a guy like Joe Lozano and be like, you're going to get fucked. Yeah. You will that's get one thing I always respect about him from the very beginning of his career. He was like, um, and I understand not a lot of people share this sentiment, and even I have my reservations about it, but he's like, oh, if you left it in the judge's hands, just assume you lost. You, yeah. already, you already messed up. And he's like, you f I fucked up. You and fucked while up. I don't necessarily agree with that mentality because the judges exist to score it. Score it. You score it objectively, but we've seen but DC. I think that that mentality yeah. leads to more entertaining fights, and that's why you saw Joe Lozon get as many post-fight bonuses as he did. Yeah, you know? but then you see guys like Demetrius Johnson and that Henry Sudo fight, where you're like, "That's a close judging job." Yeah, exactly. and then you see TJ Dillashaw, Dominic Cruz. It's close. Yeah, and th those are just recent ones. Judging has been sketchy for a long ass time. Oh, for, it's getting better, but. Shit. Shit. <laughs> That's of. what I'm saying. Well, it depends on where you go to. We exactly. saw that in Jacksonville where we were like, oh, what so the fuck is so going Florida's, on? Florida's judging still has a ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of uh, people who follow MMA closely uh, well, it's judging like, It's like if you asked us to be judges, man, it's like, it'd be tough. It's definitely not easy, you know? But there are some judges where I'm like, I could do, do better. better. <laughs> I could do better. Yeah. I mean, now that fight passes out there and you have people who follow MMA so closely, it kind of it kind of makes it seem silly to only have three judges. And you have guys you know? like us who we grew up watching it from like just early teenage years. Who wins the next fight? Uh, I like 
I, I like Billy. But you fight. do need those spectacle fighters. You do need, the, do need those big stars, though. By submission. Because those big stars are who bring people into the fight. Do you remember the first fight in the UFC we watched? Yeah, Brock Lesnar versus Alistair Overeem. Overeem versus Brock Lesnar. That's what got us into the sport of MMA. The two biggest freaks in the biz. Yeah, just because I watched Alistair Overeem make make uh, Brock Lesnar's guts just pour exactly. into his pour out that fucking kick just you heard him. just the you literally heard it just bang and you were like oh he's dead because it's my understanding brock lesnar recently had surgery right yeah he had colitis and he had like parts of like a, a colon resection like 18 inches of his intestines removed and it's like jesus yikes but resection. the crazy need in the guts the crazy thing is man that it's just you need fights like that because that's what gets uh, new fans into the game. Gets new fans. Definitely. Now, we don't have steroids anymore, so... How do we not? I mean, we try. I, I said that for years, especially if you go outside of the U.S. I think those more, fighters, people, more people are clean than not. Yeah. Athletes outside of the UFC, the outside of the U.S. in the UFC, I have questions about how much they get tested. Lots. Canada, they get tested... Pretty about the same as the U.S., but once you go overseas, man, and then you have like eighteen-day vacations. What the fuck? You took a two-week vacation. You know, uh, do you think that this whole setup we have here, where this looks like it's just uh, in a gym, like a UFC PI, this event is taking place in, what is more profitable? Because obviously. You're losing out on a on a potentially like a three million dollar gate, right? But then there are a lot of production costs associated with setting up a show in like the T Mobile Arena. Yeah. So what is what is better? What is better? You know, for certain shows, obviously you're gonna want the arena, but do you think that because of this whole coronavirus business, we'll be seeing more shows hosted in PIs around the well, world like this? Think about the Apex, right? That's Dana White can Dana White's contender series. Yeah. That's where the that's where it goes down. And that's where they've been doing exactly what I've said they should do for years. Have the younger dudes who are not in the UFC yet, and I love the way the Dana White's Contender Series did it. It gets rid of what the Ultimate Fighter fucked up. Dudes got on the Ultimate Fighter and they realized, hey, if I just get like in like the top four of the Ultimate Fighter, all those guys get contracts. And yeah. there was less of incentive to try to win the show. Now with Dana White's Contender Series, no logo on the gloves, and you have to show out to get a contract. I'm nervous here for Billy. I hope he pulls this out, man. Yeah, both guys look in great shape. Holy shit, dude. Is Carlisle on the roids? He's pretty jacked. Dude looks tremendous. Yeah. I wonder who's going to be in Billy's corner, though. It's probably be his Matt Arroyo. Oh, very nice. Former UFC fighter Matt Arroyo. Yeah. Oh, Professor Khan. Professor Khan? <laughs> <laughs> I love when they say Professor. Who's that guy at Team Alpha Male? Ma master oh oh my god what's his name you know the guy who holds the mitts Kichi Kenshi what's his name you TJ Dillashaw would bring him in for fights that guy was fucking yeah. tremendous and he, he screams when you hit the pads dude he would make me feel like a fucking god yeah he's a Thai fighter yeah those Thai guys know how to do it man while you're holding the pads they'll throw kicks at you and shit and it's like this is fun I like this fuck what's his name not Dwayne, he's not there anymore. No, look on um, Master Tong. Master Tong. That's it. Master Tong is the fucking man, dude. Yeah. He's oh, those Thai guys when you hit it. I want to see how big Billy is next to this guy. I don't know. I want to know if Carlisle's just uh, also five seven, five eight. Too. 
smaller too. Smaller dudes. But at catch weight, what at a catch weight? What? It's at a catch weight. Is Spike short notice? No, it's at 45. Why does it say catch weight on Google? That's fucking weird. But that's what I'm saying, dude. But it is at 45. And both dudes weighed in at 45, apparently. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, we know we know if, how this fight's going to go down depending on who wins. If Billy wins, it's going to be via submission. If Spike Carlisle wins, it'll probably be via TKO or KO. Fingers crossed Billy gets it done, though. He's definitely, ju- judging on the time that he and I trained together at that seminar, he's definitely got the prowess on the ground to get it done. And he definitely trains hard enough to get it done. That that team at Gracie Tampa South, they fucking put in the work. It is an organized machine they have there. That's for sure. I like that. I like, like, gyms like that where they have, like, directed training. It's it's super. Even for even for people who aren't professional fighters. Like Just want to get skills. When I was there, everything's regimented. They had individual wrestling, like, multiple wrestling coaches on the mats at a time. They had a gym in the corner, like, a, for weights and shit. That's fucking awesome. I got Alpha Ginger. He's skilled, man. It's going to be a tough fight for Billy, but just and because I trained with Billy on one occasion, I got to go with him. Car- Carlisle looks like he got in tremendous shape because in his in the earlier fight highlights he didn't look at what how, nearly how he looks now. He's still pretty shredded. He's a le- he's very lean. Very I was gonna lean say. Guy. Well, so is Quarantio. Yeah, Quarantio. They're both very lean. They're they're fucking 145 pounds. I was gonna say, and five eight. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I like seeing like a Chad Mendez at 145 though, where they're just this fucking just th- muscle, just the thick as a fucking thick as a tree trunk, dude. Full Camp Mendez, dude. Oh Billy, shit! Billy couldn't be nicer. There's no way in hell he's five ten. There's <laughs> no, absolutely no way. <laughs> but Full Camp Mendez, dude, when he actually does hell sprints and doesn't eat. Uh, moon pies oh my god that guy was one of the best fighters in the world there's no way there's no there's no way you're gonna get him to stop eating moon no, pies and stop. hunting until a week up or it's like hey uh, chad you haven't been at the gym and your fights in four weeks i know i know okay. what is carlisle doing whoa okay okay easy there sean white Sean White's really gotten aggressive since he started his fighting career. Dude, Sean White hopped on Anivar. He, <laughs> he looks tremendous. Oh, Got yeah. a lot of fluid in the joints. He does. He does have Matt Arroyo there. Top right. Oh, rock and roll, dude. Rock and roll. Dude, he is skin and fucking bones. Maybe he is 5'10". I don't remember him being tall. Granted, we were on the ground. I was going to say, time, it's hard to get so. the death perception. I'm excited to see fights back in Vegas, man. I like how you guys have more info, but yet still talk like a regular dude. We are regular dudes. It'd be, regular. It would be highly disingenuous to be like, see, like we're Steven Seagal wearing a fucking, we should just wear uh Holy shit, that's oh! not good. That's a jumping kick. Hang in there, Billy. Oh! Oh, no. Scott Carlisle. He just ran and kicked him in the face. Oh, no. Holy shit. He's good, though. He's, he's still in there. He's still Carlisle there. came to get him the hell out of there. Jesus. Carlisle's like, I'd only like to fight for one minute, please. Holy moly. He's grabbing the back of his head and slammed oh, him. Slammed him. Slammed him. Billy goes for the arm bar. Is this the WWE? Carlisle takes Billy's back. Carlisle got the back. scramble. Wow. What a scramble from Carlisle. 
He's going for the body Billy's lock. Billy's been here a lot. Oh, he's going for the body lock, dude. Oh! Very good stuff from both guys. Carlisle, though, looks fucking tremendous right now. Yeah, he, he came out explosive, huh? With the Verdoom, dude. Billy, the flying... Watch your arm. Watch his arm. Billy's out. The, le the leaping kick. Oh, Carlisle. Carlisle trying to get the choke. Holy shit. He's going to flatten him out. Let's go, Billy. Carlisle still got Billy's back here. A minute into this fight. Holy shit. Carlisle's very high on this ride. And the thing is, Carlisle has been using up a lot of energy. Yeah, no kidding. If well, Billy can get down. out of there. If Billy gets out of here, Carlisle's going to have to slow down. I mean, Carlisle's super high on this back mountain here, too. But he's doing a good job of Look at how he hooks the knee. I was yeah. going to say that was smart. Really good shots landing here. Oh! Oh! Carlisle's landing a lot of Jeez! shots. Jeez! Oh! He left his arm. arm. He's taking the arm. He's taking the arm. Bring it. He's Billy's doing a good job defending, though. He's got to clear that elbow line. He did. Oh, he did. dude. Full guard now. Full guard. Billy is on top of Carlisle now. Jesus! Dude, he's game. He's scrappy dude, as fuck. these fights have popped the fuck off tonight. Billy's in Carlisle's full guard. Do they have all of the fighters' families in rooms yeah. with guns pointed yeah. at them? Look. You need to win. This is the deed to your house. <laughs> you must get the win. Holy shit. Billy weathered a storm. Jesus. Also, I love the powerful uh, white boy cornrows from Carlisle. Talk about, it's just cultural, cultural appropriation night. We have a viewer from DLive coming in. What do you think of the epic fights in every city of the U.S. today? Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I saw in. Oh, shit. You made me look away for a second. Billy's got Carlisle's back. Oh, Carlisle reverses position, Carlisle though. Carlisle reversing, though. Dude, he is fucking bendy. This guy does yoga? He does yoga. You can tell. He eats acai. <laughs> he's he got does. he's got no uh he's he's, he's missing joints. He's double jointed, triple jointed. Oh! Up kicks! Up kicks from Billy. Up kicks, leaping punches. Jesus! Billy's like, I want to keep fighting in the UFC. I'm gonna make the Oh, a little oh, high guard play. Dead Orchard or whatever it's called. Not a dead Eddie Bravo orchard. has weird names for everything. I yeah. don't know. A dead orchard. Mission when you control. Do a triangle with both arms in. What's mission control? Mission control was the position he had previously. If you get the, if you, I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. Eddie, it's everything weird, dude. Mission controls when you have double rubbers up really high. That's fucking crazy. This is mission control. Look at this guy. Oh, Carlisle's gritty, dude. This guy's fucking nasty. He's gonna, he's gonna have to slow down. He won't. He has not. He's stopped. burning energy. But the thing is, up kick again. Billy's now burning a lot of energy too in these scrambles. Carlisle, so, Billy goes for an up kick, and Carlisle lands in side control. He, look at the good hips shrimp, of good Carlisle. Carlisle's gonna go for a. He's man grabbing here. that leg. Oh, that was dope. That was dope. That's shit you do in training, not in a fight. Oh my god, both guys are fighting their fucking asses off. Yeah, yeah. We have Jesus. a minute left here in the first round. I mean, that is just tremendous. Inverted guard here from Billy. Dear God. Hit him with the fucking elbows, dude. Elbow him. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Oh, he's in... Now that's mission control? No. Was that Dead Orchard now? No. Fuck. He's going for... Oh! oh! 
almost hit an inverted. Um, almost had a reverse triangle there. Oh, Carlisle leaping ground punches, dude. Yeah, he's aggressive, dude. He's using, he's fighting to fucking end him, dude. Yeah, he's he, trying to end Quarantillo here. Oh, my God. Great, oh. de great defense there, though. That's the end of the first round. And, oh, is the round over? Oh, my God. Wait. That was bizarre. Carlisle looks like he got up before the round was over. He did. He started to walk right before the end of the round, and Billy ran at him and was like, the round's not over yet, bitch, and punched fucking him. punched him right in the head. <laughs> Holy Dude, shit. Carlisle's an oh, odd duckling. I'm getting Tony Ferguson vibes. He's a weird guy. Super aggressive. Hey, but, you know, aggression wins fights, like I just said, man. Jesus. So, was, so if you're in the corner with Matt Arroyo talking to Billy, what do you say to him right now? Breathe, relax, <laughs> relax. It's all good. He's gonna come at you again. You just yeah, gotta I was be able gonna to say. I was gonna say you gotta be like he's gonna come at you again with the same just aggression. Get out of the way. <laughs> no, seriously. You don't want to back up because then you're gonna get run over by back, the train. I would, yeah, I would say don't back straight up. Get out of the fucking way, dude. It's because this guy's coming you at you. Circle out to left or right. I mean, he did a really good job of staying in the fight. I thought there were Billy multiple did a, times a there. Great job defending himself from those big shots on the ground. We saw the he had the skills that Brock Weaver did not have. When a guy has your back, how do you get out? When when you're when he's going for the choke, how do you defend? I mean, you saw a lot of sneaky moves there from uh, Billy. Yeah, Carlisle's obviously very physically strong, though. There's no denying that this guy does. And Carlisle's his, already putting pressure on. He does his fucking bent over rows. Second round here underway. That muscle has to breathe though, and we'll see if Carlisle. Oh man! Oh, this is insane! This is insane. These great scrambles, take, dude. Take down here this from a fight? Yeah. This is literally like a sparring session, dude. They're doing, they're doing weird shit. Billy has his oh! back. Oh fuck! Fucking front flip with Billy on his back, dude. Carlisle's explosive, man. He is explosive. That is Billy still has back control. Tremendous. Billy still has back Only one hook in, though. I mean, they're fighting. One hook in and no seatbelt. He's going to lose the back They're mount. fighting like they're in a fucking anime, dude. Yeah, now Billy has no hooks in, but he's still behind Carlisle. Oh, did a really good job of pulling, pulling Carlisle. Yep. Oh, the explosion, though, from Carlisle. Uh, Carlisle explodes. Now he's in Billy's full guard. God damn, man. This guy's fucking explosive. He is dude. the alpha ginger. He really is the alpha ginger. Jeez. Jeez. He's coming at him, man. Wow. You see him trying to stuff that leg? He's going to go like, for an in, a reverse triangle again. Just like Cyphers, Carlisle has that like wiry gyry strength. Looks like he could be digging for a guillotine here. But Carlisle's getting the hips. Carlisle got his hips. He's going to trap the legs so you can't get the guard that you need, would need for the choke. Uh, Billy doing a great job of getting back up to his feet here. Stuffing the head. There you go. Oh, oh great Carlisle. job grabbing the far side leg. Great there. mat return there. That was great. Very smart. Full guard here again for Billy. Slicing elbows from the bottom. Damn. It's almost like they, they don't like each other. Jesus. They're fighting with a like an extra level of animus. There's a level of animus. I was gonna yeah. say, geez. Bad intentions from both guys. Well, I'm pretty sure uh Billy Q did not appreciate all the uh explosive moves yeah, in running, the first round. Sprinting at me and kicking me in the face. No thank you. I probably don't like that too much. 
But at least he's doing a good job of staying active here. I, but he you, is taking the judges, shots. The judges will not oh. score that properly. Big shots here from Carlisle. Literally, I guarantee you, from that perspective, the, the judges literally just see Carlisle on top punching Billy. Wow. Carlisle's got the back again. Super high, super high on it, though. Billy, I think Billy's going to be able to shake him off. He's putting right so much weight yep. on Billy, though. We'll see, see if he has that knee hold. He can actually stay on. I've seen fighters do that before. If you hook I don't think the he knee has with your knee, side, no, no, he doesn't have it, but he was able to retain. There we go. Oh, Billy's, Billy's up. Billy's up. Standing. They're back standing now. Billy's pressing. Now Carlisle's Carlisle probably going to feel. Oh, bleeding under. Carlisle's bleeding under his right eye. We'll see how Carlisle's cardio holds up. He burned a lot of energy again, man. So far, though, it's a 15-minute fight, and for eight minutes, he's been explosive. Nice knee to the body from Billy. But as we transition oh, into the... Oh, big deep breath out of... Oh! Outside trip from Billy. Big that breath. Slick big outside trip. breath from Carlisle there. Just about to say. You see that? He literally went... He, when you heave with the shoulders like that... Trying to get oxygen. Dude, Billy is aggressive as shit. Look at Alex Carlisle still exploding though, dude. I'm telling you. Billy this guy's just, gas tank is real. He was about to pass the side, but he went for back mount and lost position there. They're standing again. I mean, you look at Carlisle's explosion, man. Every time he's close to getting back, Carlisle explodes. Yeah. And it's slowed him down a lot, though, for sure. Like I said, though, all he has to do is explode for 15 minutes. If he can keep up the... Oh, he's, nice he's the body breathing heavy, man. Oh, another oh, he's heaving. he's tired as fuck. Oh, he's exhausted. The shoulders are heaving with every breath. He is tired as Smart nuts, shot. Dude. Smart shot. Knee pick. Let's see what he can get here. Single. Oh, he's got it. He's got... Oh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That was a great single leg. Holy shit. Dude, but this is where you want to be, though. Like, if you're Billy, this you could tell this guy's getting tired. He's, he doesn't have much time to work, though. That's my thing, and he is, he's two rounds down, probably. He's definitely two rounds down. Oh, triangle! Watch for the triangle! He's got he's it. He's got it! Billy's got it! Th let throw those up. Oh, his head's slipping out. Fuck. Omoplata! Oh, he keep pulling back into it! Billy's got the triangle set up here. Pull down on the head. Elbow. Oh, he's slipping out. Fuck. Omoplata. Switch. Switch. Oh, he's going to an armbar. He's rolling to an armbar. This fight, man. Sorry if I stopped talking. Oh, my God. I'm losing my fucking mind. Oh, my God. Dude. Look how tired Carlisle Dude, these is. These guys aren't in the top 15. Holy shit. Who told these? Are they fighting for millions of dollars? Dude, who told them to fight this fucking well? Abby the Kid, what's going on? How you doing? Ice Bank Myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for that? <laughs> no, I'm fucking... <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh my god, thank you for that. <laughs> I nice, do. Dude. I do, though. <laughs> Cheers. Holy shit, that was perfect. Dude, this fight is ridiculous. <laughs> Wings of Redemption, dude. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Holy shit. If you guys are enjoying the stream, be sure to subscribe on YouTube at Bucket of Wind. Follow on Podbean, iTunes, where to listen to podcasts, Bucket of Wind. If you guys want to listen to our comedy podcast, Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, just search it up on YouTube, Spotify. Wherever uh, you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts. 
Very interested to see how Carlisle fights. He is in great shape. Billy man. needs to get a finish here. But yeah. he almost he almost locked up that triangle. Oh, there at the that's end of the not third. good. Superman punch and Carlisle already has his back. Wow. Hopefully Billy locks up that Kimura grip. It looked like he was thinking about it there for a second. Carlisle is clearly drained, but he just got a great position. Carlisle wants to stall here. You can tell. He knows he's up to. And I think that's why... Uh, Billy's he, trying to move right into mount. I think that's why Billy is staying on the ground, though, because he knows he has to get a finish here. Open guard here for Carlisle. Billy's passing. Look at the, how active Half both guard. these guys are on the ground. Half guard here. I refuse to see these fighters sit in guard anymore. If these guys... Full mount! Oh, Carlisle explodes as soon as, as soon as Billy gets to mount. And now he's got Billy's back! What the fuck is going on? Oh, he's got the leg. He's got he's got the leg wrapped up. He's gonna drag Billy to the ground, and he does. Billy explodes now. Jesus Christ, dude, it's unreal, bro. Billy landed good shots to the body there while Carlisle's on the ground. Carlisle's so tired. Played his guard him. open. You can finish him, Billy. Come on, he's so tired. Oh my God, from both guys. God, they're fucking good, dude. Billy's landing. He's oh huge shot on the ground there from Billy. Oh, he has, he's oh, got he's the neck. for the joke. He's, he's digging got the for neck. the joke. He has the neck. Oh, Carlisle turned into it. Might not matter, though. Oh, he's squeezing the fuck out of his neck. Strangle him, Billy! Small joint! Strangle Small him. joint! He's ripping it. Yeah, you can't do that shit. That's fucking illegal. That was, that was some small joint manipulation there, though. Took the pinky. Full. Okay, Carlisle's in Billy's full guard now. Exploded up. Fuck, Carlisle's probably so goddamn sweaty. Let's see if we can see Chael Sonnen versus Anderson Silva original here. Oh, he's going for the triangle again. Nice defending from there from from Carlisle. Fuck, fuck. My wow, bias, my bias is showing. Oh, the triangle, triangle. Damn it, fuck. He that tried was... for the Olmo too. Good defense there from Carlisle. Oh, he kicked him right over. Carlisle's gassed. Billy's, Billy's tired slowing too. down too. I was gonna say, these guys have been fighting at hundred miles per hour this whole fight. Stand him up. No, you can't. You can't stand that position. I know. That'd be fucking criminal, dude. Oh, that did not. That definitely doesn't feel good. Getting your head Took pushed away like under that. the chin and he's pushing your head, dude. Carlisle's pressing Billy up against the cage here. Yeah. I just want to see Billy win this fight. He needs to get a finish, though, unfortunately. Two minutes to do it. Carlisle is... I'm very impressed with his level of conditioning. He's doing enough to hang on. His, his gas is definitely good enough to hang on. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he exploded the first two rounds, and he still has explosion in him in the later rounds. Billy's We've dragging Carlisle down to the mat. If, if Carlisle lets go of that leg, Billy's going to take his back. He's not going to let go. Billy but one if, Billy can, if Billy can sit back and still has that, oh shit, great wrist control from Carlisle. Billy has both hooks in. Carlisle's got the two-on-one though. Doesn't matter if you have two hooks if you don't have seatbelt. Hard to hold on to back mount if you don't have seatbelt. Or a body triangle. Billy has neither. Still has back control though. Whoa, dude. I can't. I was trying to commentate. It's hard, though. These Billy's, guys are Billy's fighting Billy's got Carlisle's back, and he's punching here. This is a terrible look, though, if you're Carlisle. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, shit. 
Billy's pummeling for the choke. He's pummeling for the choke. Carlisle's holding on. Carlisle's just holding on. If this is a fight to the death, I think Billy wins. Yeah, but you could have stopped it in the earlier rounds when Carlisle was on top of him. You know what I mean? That was not close. To, I don't think that was close to being stopped. I no, no, no. I didn't mean stop it. I meant like if the round kept going. Oh, Billy's pummeling for the joke. Oh, I just you just got to squeeze his head here. Squeeze his head. Oh, shit. 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Carlisle's just going to, he's going to lame duck it. He's not going to expose shit. Yep, pops out. Damn it. Dude, both guys, holy shit. Bad looks for Carlisle at the end. <coughs> landing big shots. Billy's landing big shots here in the third. Ten seconds left. Oh! Oh, oh, shit! Billy rocked him on the feet! Oh! Fuck dude. you! That was a horrible third round for Carlisle. Jesus Christ, man. That dude, was a close After fight. watching that third round, it's going to be so tough to score it for Carlisle. Billy was fucking him up in the third. Dude, he was landing big shots. Carlisle gassed. Well, dude, we saw how much explosion Carlisle has, though, and that was impressive as shit. Q definitely won the third by yeah. a lot. Jesus, it might have been a 10 8 in the third, which I would was make freaking it out. a draw. You probably heard my heart beating on the fucking cast, dude. When when I'm sitting there watching a fight just like this, oh shit. <laughs> dude, if the judges score that a 10 8, we have a draw. Uh, 10 8, though, would be. You don't think? I mean, yeah. Carlisle had his back a couple of times for a split second. From okay. a scramble too, it's know, not like a systematic. I you're biased. Yeah, I am. I can't. That's trust why I'm. You. That's why I'm arguing. I know I can't trust you. It was a great fight either way. A ten eight would be generous, but I feel like um, I don't think it would be generous. <laughs> not with the new rules. I am the Senate. <laughs> not with the new rules, though. I definitely with the old it's ones. Treason, then. Previously, what? <laughs> previously, you'd had to almost kill the guy. And, and the, like have the fight continue in order to get a 10-8. But I don't know. Oh, it's Carl. Okay, Carlisle. Take it is doing push-ups after the fight. You're exhausted. What's he trying to show? I don't know. I still think that's going to go for Carlisle. They were both see. doing push-ups in the octagon. That's weird, bro. Very bizarre. Maybe they were getting pumped up for the camera. They were like, let's look good. Okay, here comes the official decision. Okay, I'm gonna. I, I want to hear this. So, let's see if I can get, do this right. The winner is Billy Q. Careful, I think the desktop audio is going through the stream. I don't think so. Billy Q wins. Wow, that is tremendous, bro. By unanimous decision. Jesus Christ, unanimous decision. Two to what? That was a close fight. I guarantee you. Q won because of the third round. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He swung the round. hundred percent. I think he swung the swung the second because he dominated so much in the third. Yeah, for sure. The second was more back and forth, and he spun it because holy shit, that was just a tremendous fight, man. I think yeah, because I think they scored the submission attempts really highly in the second because those were that was close. Two different triangles there. And then this punch here because Carlisle's being a shithead. Yeah. I'm excited to see what 
Carlisle has, uh, you know, in him further on in his UFC career because he fought his ass off, man. I'm excited to see both guys fight again. That was so Q, much Q fun Q has to some skills on the ground that are seriously impressive. Yeah. That is insane. It's just exciting on the ground. Like very can, comfortable, too, under attack. Yeah. He was getting attacked on the ground. And to see him have that composure to be like, all right, what's going on? Very, very fun to watch. You, yeah, Frank I agree Edgar, Frank Gager, Slobbernaka. Slobbernaka. It was tons of fun to watch. Blah Muhammad, same as a great fight. That's Those are the kind of fights you want to have, especially for Billy, because he's earlier on in his profession, not professional career, but UFC career anyway. Gained some fucking fans. Dude, lots of fans. With that, the and fight that's how you like get that. more and more UFC UFC fights. You know what I'm saying? If, like, if you had those a fight like that right before you're renewing your contract or something. It's good shit. It's better than Alan Jaban losing a split decision. Can't have that, that's Terrible. And then he was like complaining about, bro. I'm like, you had a very close fight, and it was boring. Okay, let's watch Blagojevich. Love hopefully, Alan Joban, though. Just want to say, hopefully, he knocks out Augusto in like 45 seconds. You know, so we can get right to the Tyler, right to the Tyron Woodley. I said Tyler again. Tyler. I said Tyler again. Tyler Woodley. You don't even know anybody named Tyler. <laughs> I, do, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Maybe it's just more skin down there. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Enjoy talking to everyone by yourself. I will. I will. Let's talk, guys. Let's talk about John Jones while Mason is gone. Because John Jones has been giving us some of the most perplexing behavior I've ever seen out of him. This is weirder than him being drunk in a park and firing off his gun. With all of these uh, Ninganu negotiations... So apparently he goes into Dana White and says, I'll fight Ninganu if it's at heavyweight at a catch weight around like, I think he wanted it to be 220 or 225. So he's like, all right, I'll fight Ninganu at 225 for many more dollars than I currently earn per fight. Five, uh, he makes 5 million plus right now for every fight. And he said, um, I want a big, big paycheck. If I'm going to go up there and risk my legacy against Ninganu, Dana White said, no, obviously Dana White's fine with the fight. If the both fighters want to fight for what they're currently making. But Ninganu said also that he wants more money. So John is told this in negotiations and Dana says that to the public. He's like, look, we're not willing to pay that much. If they want to do it, uh, at at the normal salaries, that's what we're going to do. So John Gets super pissed, says Dana's lying, says release me from my contract because Dana White namely said that he was asking for Deontay Wilder money. He wanted a Wilder Wilder earn per fight. And John said, you know that's a lie. You know that's bullshit. Release me from my contract. I'll go to a different organization. Bye. But the, the, exactly. This is the thing that I've never understood bye, with fighters. Bye, bye, bye. You lost we... your last fight against Dominic Cruz. We all, Dominic Reyes. We all saw it. Yeah, if he fought Dominic Cruz, that'd be a quick fight. Would it? You think Dominic Cruz could beat up John Jones? I don't know. I think Dominic Cruz thinks he can beat up John Jones. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, Dominic Cruz will probably be like, I'll finish him in two. I'll do my best. I'll finish him with two. But, um, no, I, I've said this for years. If you're going to negotiate with the UFC, man, you have to do it behind closed doors and give them something they can work with. I hate when fighters, I hate yeah. when fighters out someone else who's doing an act. Don't like get arrested Colby. every three months. That'll help with negotiations. Yeah. 
And I hate I hated what fighters did when they were like, "Oh, Colby, you know, it's all just an act behind the scenes. He's actually a really cool guy." Don't do that. You're hurting. <laughs> no, you're hurting his earning potential. You're hurting his celebrity. You're hurting his character. Don't do that, man. Also, yeah, I, I hate when fighters put negotiations that they're having with the UFC out there in the public press. Don't ask. Don't say what the UFC told you. Don't tell them what contracts That's they told teammate, you. Man, be careful with his name. Who? Oh, uh, John Jones. Bro, chill with my teammate's name. John is our team. Look, John Jones is an, is an amazing fighter, but, but... He's one of the greatest fighters of all time, but... To go up... Hey! To go up and fight Francis Ngannou, he should get more money, but he, should he get $15 million? That That's what he said. He said he would do it for $15 million. He makes five plus for fight. No one can doubt John Jones' skill, but, you know, he's had a myriad of issues in the past. But negotiations are a matter of business, right? Yeah, and I just don't think it should be out it's there. It's about analyzing worth. We've seen guys who stay, keep the negotiations behind closed doors, and their careers turn out better for it. Uriah Faber. Oh, shout out Jackson Wink, dude. Jackson, Jackson Wink for life, yeah. They have a lot of good fighters Justin coming out Jeffrey, of Justin Jeffrey, I like it. For sure, it's one of the best camps. It's one of the best camps, for sure. And yeah, I it, do not care for what they did to my boy, uh, Cowboy. They did the Cowboy dirty. They did Cowboy dirty. I'm not going to say they did Diego Sanchez dirty because Diego Sanchez lost well, his he mind. Went crazy, so he went crazy. I'll give you a pass for that. I'd one. agree. I agree with Greg Jackson on that one. Can't have an actual psychopath at the gym. And look, was it probably a good idea to go with a younger fighter as opposed to sticking with Cowboy? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if we've seen enough from Mike Perry to show that it was worth ju uh, investing in him rather than Cowboy, but loyalty's got to be worth something, right? John is worth 10 times more than look at what... What? I agree. Okay, so I, I said $15 million, which is half of a Wilder makes per fight. I do think that at the top level of boxers, they're paid so much they're paid way like too much because yeah. they steal from fighters on the undercard if you're on exactly. the undercard of a boxing fight you be you're making a grand and you're getting robbed because yeah. you usually have the slobber knockers you're fighting you're the 14th ranked guy and you're fighting the 15th ranked guy who's also super skilled and you just beat each other up so that wilder can come out there and make 30 mil in a fight but uh, in mma it's kind of a different thing and john has had issues outside of the ring that are affecting his paycheck yeah so what it boils down to does wilder deserve to be making that much no does john deserve to be making that much also no <laughs> i think five plus million is like about where he should be making right now yeah i would say so based he's on the, everything he's, he's a massive star he's for massive. mma and he has to consider that if he ha if he did not have the reputation that he does, if he didn't have the behavior issues that he does outside the octagon, then he'd probably be making even more than that off of sponsors. He was he was a Nike sponsored athlete, but then you know a couple felonies later, and you're not. I just got and done. That's just the facts of the matter. I just got done building it's just the facts. Building Donald's fire pit, man. It's going. It's a lot more going on than what's in media. Donald Donald Cerrone's fire pit? Wow. I think so. Is that what he means? I, th I think that's what he means. Oh, rock and roll, dude. At his home or at the ranch? I was going to say, are we at the BMF ranch? So, you know, it's, it's a possibility. But, you know... That's what I'm saying. John needs to keep the negotiations inside the doors, and I think that's what's best for him. I Not only that, but yeah. I think he should 
try to work with the UFC. I mean, regardless, like Uriah Faber. Yeah, regardless of the issues he's had in his past, I like to watch the guy fight. I want to see him fight again. I really want to see the Dominic Reyes rematch. Look at badly. Look at team. and I want to see what happens if he goes up to heavyweight. Did I want to see him go up to heavyweight a long time ago when he was still in his prime? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think that um, yeah, for sure. I want what's best for John, and uh, I'm telling you, I've seen I've seen it in the past. The fighters who go outside and use the media as a tool against the UFC. It doesn't work out. And you force the UFC's hand because what if they capitulate? Then guess what every other fighter is going to do? set a precedent and every other fighter is going to try to do the same thing. So they have to, even if they want to give you what you want. Now you put them in a a messed up position. Yeah, but do you know who else does that? Conor McGregor. Do you think John Jones is anywhere near the level of Conor McGregor? Well, the problem is John's no longer finishing guys as much. John was when he was the Nike shorts, finishing everyone, no doubt. And he is still partially that, you know? But, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough. you, You know, yeah. Connor finishes people, and Connor, you know, Connor blew up in a way that it's hard to blow up, especially with all the Khabib drama. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I know Jackson Weeks in Albuquerque. That's cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's like the one big thing that's in New Mexico. And then it's just the desert. You know? Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Dude, did you see the space launch today? Yeah, I saw it. We shout out SpaceX. We were talking about them on the podcast uh, a couple days ago. Those suits, man, they look badass. Yeah, I'm not denying that John has. I think he's still sponsored by GAT. I'm sure they pay him a, a, a lot of money. But I guarantee that if he ha- didn't do the things that he did outside the cage, he would have been. If Nike sponsor you sponsors you, other people are going to be running to your door to be associated you, with that brand. You know what guy I think is due for a pay raise? So. Justin Gaethje. Oh, he will be getting a pay raise. I'm saying sure. he's the interim man. champ now, so he's going to be making at least multiple six figures per fight. Um, and I, th- I see him being champion one day. I really do. I think he's a nightmare matchup for Khabib. Not that Khabib's a walk in the park, of course, but I think in the lightweight division, he poses the greatest threat to Khabib. And I think that Khabib doesn't want to be fighting too much longer anyway. He's expressed numerous times in the past that he's like, I'll just walk away right now. You Apparently, know? though, he's been staying in the gym the whole time. Of course. Even when his dad was in the I hospital. I don't think he's ever been out of the gym. Even when his dad was in the hospital, he's still apparently hitting workouts, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But um, uh, it just, it just Justin, Justin Gaethje, seven fights, nine bonuses. Yeah. I mean, how can you fuck with that? I mean, look at this. Watch the fights. You know what I'm saying? He deserves it. Every single one of those fights Jesus, is insane. And now he's taking a more measured approach. He's not being as, as reckless. And when you combine all of the things that he does in fighting along with a measured approach and you've got Trevor Whitman behind the scenes orchestrating everything, it's tough to he be. He has the perfect coach for it's him. It's tough to be. Because so many other lo- like local gym coaches would just tell him, you know, like give in to the you're you're a you like making it a what's it called? It's a, a brawl. A brawl. You're a brawler, man. Just make it a brawl. Make it nasty. And Trevor Whitman is a great coach because he He's he's someone who can be like, hey man, I get you want to brawl, but I want you to win fights. And Take I want care, you, man. Someone just told me to log on because somebody's mentioning John's name on a podcast. John gets mentioned everywhere, so you must yeah, be a busy guy. Say, 
I was going to say, thanks for popping in. The, well, no, yeah. I think he means he popped on our podcast because we're saying John's name. Yeah. Yeah, sh- definitely. Shout out to John. Have have fun at Jackson Wink. It's a great gym. 100%. Yeah. Rock and roll. But, you know, it, I, I still think that Justin Gaethje, when he has someone working on him with technique, much better fighter. And you look at his two losses with Poirier and Alvarez, he gave in to the brawl mm-hmm. and was just like, all right, I'm just going to hit you. You're going to hit me. We'll see who chops down the tree first. Absolutely. And he even said that. He said that when he first got into the UFC, that he's just there. He knows he's going to get knocked out eventually, but he's going to find out who can do it. Right. And we even th- I thought he was going to have the same mentality going into the Tony Ferguson fight because if you heard what he was saying in the beginning of his camp, you're like... And he's also, he's like, Uh-oh. I'm not sure if I'll win. Exactly. He's like, I got I'm not 15 sure if I'll minutes win. in me. Exactly. He was saying that for weeks. He was like, oh, I might knock him out in the first 15 minutes if the fight goes on later than that. He might darse me. You never know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. What are you talking about? You never want to hear that. And he goes in there and fights a completely different fight than what we're used to seeing. I mean, the level of footwork he showed, he, he has great. legit skills. He man. was great. He but was... now we have Blagoy Ivanov versus another heavyweight. I think his name's Augusto Sakai. Augusto Sakai. Yeah. I like the geisha tattoo. What's up? Very cool. Very cool <laughs> He's actually the favorite. I was going to say, it looks like he's been working on his cardio. He just has some leftover loose skin. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, always have such bizarre bodies, dude. Yikes. No denying that he's... He's, he's in shape. He's got to be in shape, right? For a heavyweight. Professional fighter. I was going to say, well, you see they both have like the... I call it like the fat but works out shape. Where you yeah. can see the muscle underneath the... Uh, Accoutrement. The problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the issues. Uh, the dietary issues. But sometimes we said those big boys, it's, it's hard to put in the work. And have Augusto's work only rate. a minus 115 favorite. So, Well, I say with like guys like DC, if I were his coach, you need to know that for him to put that level of work in, in the gym, he needs to go off range a little bit in the diet. Oh, you think? For sure. Some fighters are like that, man. Where it's like, you got to let them get their sweeties. They It'd be impossible to... for him to get those calories in and chicken, right? Well, you know, sometimes you... Or some asparagus. Okay, but I've seen it before where you put a guy on a strict regimen and he loses the creativity. He loses the fun he's having with it. And right. it becomes more of a grind. Rice Krispies make the mind go nuts. Daniel, Daniel Cormier said, I got to get my chicken nuggies after the workout. He literally said he would get like a 20 or a 40 piece chicken nugget. Eating on the way home, and I'm like, okay, geez. Whatever works for you, right? This fight's underway here, 433, 432, 431, if you want to sync up with us. You know how heavyweight fights start dancing around in the octagon, feeling each other out? Can you put the chat back Sure. Thank you, thank you. Now that I know Augusto Sakai's name. The fuck? (laughs) Oh, yeah, because it autocorrected to Simone. No, that's a different person. Now it's the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading. I, I'm not. I need to watch more episodes of Reading Rainbow. One minute in so the first So that kid round. from Star Trek can drop some knowledge on me. No strikes landed. Please don't do this to me. Classic heavyweight fight. I, I love cards like this where it's like banger, 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 snooze fest. You know how heavyweights do it. They're going to feel each other out until they each throw a one-hand grenade. <laughs> and then it's over. Or they don't, neither or they of them never a hand grenade. Yeah. And it's one of the most boring fights in the history. Well, you have you have a shorter guy looking to counterpunch, and you have a longer guy looking to counterpunch. So it's... Uh, oh, God. Please don't say that. Uh, you, clearly, that's what's happening. 
Maybe Blagoy's trying to get in. Okay. We're seeing signs of life. Yeah. I thought for a second there I'd have to try to resuscitate this fight. Oh, Oh, we got a jumping in hook that lands. Maybe it lands. It looked like it was glancing. Glancing. Sakai threw a head kick, though. You don't see that a lot at heavyweight. Yeah, geez, dude. It is saggy tit central in this fight. It's rough, right? It's bumming me out, dude. I don't want to see your fucking gut. It's all good, though. Nobody's perfect. Nice left land there from Blagoy. Still, though, it is like when people ask you, like, what do you do for a living? You're like, I'm an athlete. <laughs> it's like, really? Seriously. No, these are the guys who have to answer. I'm a fighter. No, seriously. Because you can't what say. You? No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there, like, just popped a can of beer. I'm serious. What do you do? I told you I'm a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> wearing the fucking, wearing the, the wife beater with the saggy tits. Great body shot balding. there from Blagoy. What happened with Blagoy? Did he get stabbed? I looked like he had a tracheostomy. I think he got stabbed. Was this the Russian fighter that got stabbed and almost died? I don't know. Can you look that up? I remember one of the Russian fighters, we we kept saying, what's that scar? And then it turns out he was stabbed in the chest. Yeah, it was probably Bogoy. Blagoy's trying to get in right now. Do you want to know how I got these scars? (laughs) See, my father was a drinker. That's the worst Heath Ledger. I'm sorry, guys. Jeez. I'm going to end up on Reddit, uh, the cringe compilations. Cheated death. Boom. Knew it, dude. He got stabbed in the chest. Yep. It was after, like, a bar fight, right? He was in a coma for 68 days. Yeah. An attack that ended with his heart pierced and lung punctured. Great. Jesus. That's absolutely terrible. Hey, you live in Russia, dude. Russia, man, you get into a bar fight, you're getting stabbed five times. It's just how it goes. Happens sometimes in America, too. That's why you don't get in bar fights, ladies and gents. He might have been mugged. Oh, Blagoy running in with the bombs. He's pushing the action here, that's for sure. It's going to say he's forcing Sakai to work. I like it. Someone's bleeding. There's some blood on the black, on the black or back on the back. How did Blagoy? Blagoy. Good hit by Blagoy on the exit. Hit that left hand. Oh, Sakai's walking him down now. Oh man, what? Just heavyweight fights. <laughs> Classic heavyweight fights. If you want to see a, reg- a good light kick there, though. If you want to see a regression in technique and conditioning, <laughs> come on down to heavyweight. Unless you're talking about the top four guys in the world, the rest of them get tired real quick. Man, those kicks come from so far out. Jeez. Set it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Travis Brown where he Hide just keeps, behind some punches. He just keeps throwing kicks and he's like, why do I keep getting knocked out? I don't understand <laughs> it. Humble map. Humble <laughs> And then you have Edmund in the corner there. He's like, coach, I really need help. Edmund, you're doing great. Humble map. Humble map. Perfect. <laughs> Hit the pads again. You're you're a monster. Oh shit! Fuck. <laughs> End of the first round. There, they both lose nine nine. Yeah, I was gonna say they lost fifty Twitter followers. I'm sorry, Sakai, and I'm sorry, uh, Ivanov. You just got to pick it up. Because at the end of the day, it is a business, and I feel like a lot of a lot of fighters also fail to realize that. Yeah, you know the other crazy thing. 
Nobody wants to use Microsoft Teams. And after watching this commercial, it has affirmed that I will never use Never! It. I say that sometimes use too. Microsoft Where if Teams. you show me enough fucking ads for your service, I go, you know what? It's not going to work on me, marketing team. No. Now I refuse to use the service. You've ruined it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. You've ruined it. Because I don't want to. I'm not in the mood. Open up Google Hangouts. Same thing with uh, Zoom, dude. Quarantine dancing. Everyone's doing all these fucking Zoom conferences and Zoom concerts. Hey, you know what? Tell me, tell me you're using Zoom. I use Zoom. Zoom. That's me running away from you. Can you do it again? Just tell me what you've been up to using the new web application you downloaded. I use Zoom. Zoom. And I'm out. I'm I'm gone. I'm in my car. I'm leaving. Oh, okay. We're gone. We're done. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Second round underway. Let's get to inside oh. the inside leg kick oh. from Bogoy. Now Sakai, that oh great body, body shot, shot from Ivanov. I felt that. Blagoy is being oh, very shit. aggressive with how he's throwing his hands. Big left lance for Blagoy too. Sakai's looking to set up his kicks. Oh! Counter right. Lands for uh, Sakai. Sakai hit. Blagoy coming in with a right hand. Oh! Leg kick takes out the e- legs of Ivanov. We'll see what Sakai can do here. Oh, that single leg came from a oh, million miles dude. away. Can't shoot when you're that far away. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. He crawled at the leg. He got on all fours and <laughs> crawled at the leg. Plus, that's a good shot when you just lean down at the waist. <laughs> Is your Costa? I like Costa in that photo. I like Costa too. Is is he? Uh, and I think a loss would be really good for Izzy because I, I think he bounced back from it. I think he would better. too. I think, I think he'd he be better too. if he lost. Plus, Costa's on that special Brazilian. Oh shit! Oh, Sakai's moving in on Blagoy. Sakai's oh. pushing in. That head kick landed on the arms of Blagoy, but that never feels good. Plus, I think Costa's on that special Brazilian sauce. You know what I mean? Paulo Costa was like, I tore my bicep, and then in two weeks, two weeks it was healed. My bicep's fixed. I'm healthy now. <laughs> yeah. And he took a pic literally in a white lab with doctors <laughs> and was like, I have a great team here. I have a medical team here. And I'm like, I see vials. I saw Rocky Four. I see vials on that cart. Paulo, what's in the water? <laughs> I'm doing Foley work for the radio station. <laughs> I don't know. I think Iz- Izzy's really skilled, though. He might be able to pull that fight off if he it's makes gonna be it boring, boring as shit. Just like the Yellow Romero fight. What am I going to do with pressure? Back up. Oh, shit. Stiff left there from Blagoy. Granted, Yoel wasn't the best dance partner. He wasn't. Neither was Izzy. They were both looking to counterpunch. Guess who's to blame? I don't don't want Izzy around if he's going to be another Anderson Silva who counterpunches his way to uh, amazing. That's the crazy thing about Anderson Silva. If he fights someone who's not down to fight. It has an aggressive style. It's a shitty fight. Shitty fight. And people forget that and about Anderson Silva. People keep saying Silva. he's the goat, man. I'm like, he's, uh, well, he got busted for steroids, and he's had some stinkers. Granted, he, st- he had an, an amazing yeah. run. He had an amazing run. He's responsible for some of the greatest moments we've ever seen. He's up there for sure. If there's a Mount Rushmore, he's got to be on it. I agree with. Got to be. I agree with DC. Once you pop for steroids, you can't be in the discussion anymore. So John and Anderson, you're out. That's fair. That's fair. You can't be. I respect your accolades. Do you, know why, do you know why? Oh, shit. Do you know why DC has that viewpoint? He's the natty goat. Yeah, that's exactly He's why. the natty goat. Because that would put him in, on top. And it's fair. 
don't do PEDs. Yeah. It's clearly outlined. And if you do PEDs, you're out of there. And I, I like that. You shouldn't get that unfair advantage. We saw what EPO Dillashaw was able to do with cutting weight. Yeah, no kidding. He cut down to like 1% body fat, almost fucking died. GSP's the goat. See, I say I, I say the same thing. I agree. Matty Goat, GSP is right there. He and I go back and forth all the time. We're like, DC, GSP. I, DC, I GSP. say DSP, though. I mean, <laughs> DSP. <laughs> I say <laughs> Dark Side Phil, dude. <laughs> oh, the camera's on. Oh, shit. The camera's on. I, I say DC just because DC stayed and defended both belts. Even though he lost to Stipe, he so stayed many, and defended. So many people knock GSP for one and go on a fight-by-fight basis and walking away. But I he's really so don't. fucking scared. Yeah, everybody is. You're fighting another I know. person. That's one thing. D, uh, GSP is the most human guy because he admits to the emotions Not only he's that, but I have no problem with you, with you taking on a fight-by-fight fight fight basis and doing what's right for your career and your brand. Other people, though... Really hate that. So whatever, Matt. Yeah, Matt. But if you take, I agree if you Matt, take the though. fight and you win, I agree. Guess Matt, what? Though. You won. You can't just fuck the division by beating the champ and then seeding the title. If they, yeah, if you say this is the fight I want and the UFC makes the matchup, then that's where we are. That's what we would have done. It, he was gonna do the Khabib fight, but the only stipulation the UFC had was you have to Look, stay. Look, ideally, the obviously, would love a champion who was there for like. A fucking I still a decade yeah. and he was on top the whole time, super active. Yeah, he also beat every opponent he faced. Eh, sure. Not every opponent. Well he did beat Matt Sarah, literally. So everyone he beat. He was not undefeated. No, but I'm saying I think he beat every person who beat him as well. Oh yes, if that's what you mean. Sorry. I took that to mean he was undefeated. No. But I would say, you know, honestly, it's it's tough. It's tough. GSP, I want to see the spectacle of Khabib GSP, so I wish that the UFC would make that fight, but it'll yeah. probably never happen. But yeah, ideally you'd have a, a champion who's around for a decade, super active, won every fight, and then went out on top. That would be really an easy goat to pick. But. Yeah. I mean, Connor's in the discussion too. Natty, two-weight champion. Belt. Same thing with GSP, other than the 170 I was title. I going to say. But Connor, I mean, you can't not... His fight's... Are easily one of for, the most entertaining the guys. I was gonna say, for if you want to create a list, if you want to create a list, he's got to be on it, right? Exactly. And for everything he's done champ for champ. the MMA, he's got he's a Hall of Famer for and sure. You, out of all the champ champs, whose fight catalog would you want to watch? Connor, GSP's is just as good, in my opinion. If you like grappling, especially, I, I disagree. I would go if I have to watch nah, them. If this nah, is in terms nah. of watchability, I go Connor, DC, GSP, Cejudo. Am I missing a double champ? No. Oh, uh, did Anderson win at 205? No. 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 He no. didn't. Yeah, so that, that would be what I would pick. Did Randy Couture? No. Fight it? Oh! Heavyweight? It's possible. It's entirely possible. Was Randy a 2 champion? He's still, my list stands. Then he'd go below Cejudo. Let's see here. He was the light heavyweight and the heavyweight champ. Yeah, see. Boom. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I don't know if he got the champ. You piece of shit. I just saw that he competed in both divisions. Fuck. Reclaiming the heavyweight. So we knew he was the heavyweight title. Did he ever get the light heavyweight title? Yeah, he did. He had to have, right? Oh, no. Up, there was awards. There was awards. Up, 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 up. You literally passed it. Up, up, up. 
Right here. You can just see You it. fucking clown. So you're going to go through every one of his fights? He has 40 fights. Right there. Down. Oh. Yeah, right there. Yes. No, that's... It's, oh, never mind. It's wrestling, you stupid idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Meanwhile, third round of Blagoy versus Sakai. It's not action-packed here, guys. <laughs> We're doing something more important right now. This is back-breaking. Lost. Lost the light heavyweight champion. Lost. Won the light heavyweight. Yeah, he was. Okay, so he's the two-weight champion. Yeah, he goes below Suhudo, in my opinion. Yeah, he does. Randy's fights weren't... Um, it was... NMA was in its infancy. You're not going to see the beauty of it. You definitely still appreciate it. For sure. Dick wipe. What? <laughs> in its infancy. I mean, you know, come on, dude. You watch Kevin Randleman fights. Is it close it's to... Not, the, yeah, the technique's not as refined, but it's still fun to watch. Yeah, because the steroids are turned up to 13. You're damn right. Dude, holy shit. Kevin Randleman was one of the most jacked humans ever. It was impossible. That's just impossible. ridiculous. That was also Pride Rampage, dude. Pride Rampage was a motherfucker. No kidding. He looked like Herschel Walker's older brother. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> giant traps walking around. Ridiculous. Just knocking people, everybody out by slam. Young Vitor, too, dude. Vitor was fucking huge. Yeah. Literally looked like well, he was he doing an doing NPC st- show. He started doing steroids so young, he fucked up his own nuts. Dude, he did. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, from what I'm I've heard. 25 and I need TRT. Yeah. Of course. Because they once you start, you can't stop. I mean, you can. Yeah, but then didn't. you have to be on. I heard that if you stop steroid, like TRT, you have to get on like stuff to restart your own. Like yeah. you have to constantly take something to to, to just jumpstart your natural Well, no, process. if you're in need of TRT, then you've obviously got some sort of testicular hypofunction. But like, or, or you want to be on steroids. Or <laughs> I'm saying if you did steroids, you can totally cycle off. You may have to take other drugs yeah. to amp up your own testosterone production, but it's That's not what like I'm you're going to be on drugs forever. You don't think so? I heard that you have not to take forever. those jumpstart pills the whole time you're off. For the rest of your days. No. Yeah, because it stops. Your body just stops producing. No, the body stops producing because your your blood testosterone is already high. So it's like, why the fuck do I need to make more? Just shuts so it the atrophies. nuts off. Shuts the nuts down. That's what, honestly why I, I wouldn't do steroids. Why? Dude, I'm all, I'm, I'm all about my balls. Okay. I don't want to be like Larry Wheels. Larry Wheels said, you, you don't even miss him. He's like, <laughs> he, he literally said, it makes the dick look bigger. And I'm like, that is the weakest argument against Who's who fighting? should Woodley fight if he wins. He should fight uh, either Jorge, Ma- nah, he couldn't get Masvidal. Yeah, if Masvidal yeah, loses. Yeah, he could. Yeah, Masvidal off of a loss. Um, never Wonder Boy ever again. Never. Never again. <laughs> that was like the MMA 9-11, dude. We have Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai. Heavyweight fight. It's got one minute left to go. Not not the biggest fan of this matchup. <laughs> Micah coming with the real talk. <laughs> All this, I like the ball talk, but could we talk about the fights? This fight... We'll see what we can do for you. For I've you, been Mike. glancing up at this fight, and honestly, I'd rather talk about the nuts. But <laughs> Ivanov and Sakai are fighting heavyweight division. I can't tell who won the second and third, but... Oh! They're throwing down now, Good though. head movement. Great left lands there for Ivanov. I was going to say, Ivanov has been... He's been jumping inside with punches. Jeez. Interesting to see how this one shakes out. But, um, no. Yeah, it is a little bit of a snoozer. You know how heavyweight fights fights can go, man. I mean, 
as far as heavyweight fights, they're trying to stay busy. I think Ivanov won the first two. Sakai picked it up in the third, but not enough to win. So. Yeah. It's one of those where it's just kind of like, eh. Coasty coasting, man. I mean, but Blagoy did have some dynamic movement, which I really appreciate. Yeah, he looks like he got better on the feet for sure. But finish him, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For he sure. definitely could if he worked on his conditioning more and didn't have 20 pounds of extra weight. Oh, you what? Literally had to kneel over in exhaustion at the end of the fight. That's not a good look. That's that's horrible optics. Pound for pound, top three right now. Um, Pound for pound. That's tough. Khabib. Khabib's got to be number one. Khabib has to be number one. Sudo's retired. I also don't think he's number one, even, like number two, and even in pound for pound. If we're talking about Kamaru Usman has to be up there. The performance level we've seen him at, especially coming off the Colby fight, he dismantled Tyron Woodley, the man fighting tonight, and he performed his ass off. Usman, Jones, Stipe are all coming to mind. I'd probably have to go Khabib, Stipe, Usman, John, John Jones. He did steroids. But that's yeah, I guess top three John Jones. Right it's hard, man. He's an active fighter, so. Cabbage. <laughs> what? I have no idea. It's just this man just typed cabbage <laughs> in the chat. But I just don't know if maybe that autocorrected Khabib. Holy shit. If that did, that was aggressive, aggressive def- autocorrecting. Definitely didn't. Come on, bro. But. You can't. I just am so disaffected from John. Just being honest with you, he's just. It's. I'm like a scorned lover, bro. I've been hurt so much. I was gonna I say. I rooted for you. You hit a pregnant lady with your car. I start. I, I tried. It's like to Connor for the longest time. We yeah, had to hop off the train. You're punching dudes in bars. How can, and how can you support that? The and only then thing. The only thing so is Connor many, didn't do steroids. Yeah, exactly. And there are a few cardinal sins you can commit. And obviously, John just like. To, he likes to collect them like his fucking training <laughs> cards. Also, here's the thing too. I'm fine with a flawed champion, but when I also hear that he's dogging it in his work ethic side of it and still winning, that's tough. I really lose a lot of. Even if you're great, because then we have to engage in those. What if he actually trained as hard as he wanted to? Thoughts on Dana versus Jones beef? We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. I think that Dana White's in the right. Is saying that you got to keep the negotiations behind closed doors because now Dana White has to come out and say, you were asking for too much money. And he has to stay firm because you can't reward fighters for behavior that hurts the company. Yeah. Why would you praise someone who runs to the public and complains about business negotiations behind the scenes? That's a horrible decision there for Sakai. Sakai won that? Yeah. I disagree completely. I disagree. Blogoy was really pushing the action. Blogoy pushed the action the first two rounds. Split, split decision. decision. That's, that's that's. I don't think anybody got. I think it was a little bit of robbery. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It was a close fight. It's is what close is this a point I want to get across? Uh, but I, I only saw Sakai picking it up in the third round. He really wasn't doing much at all. So that pales in comparison to the the Billy Q fight. Yeah. Jesus. The Billy Q fight made that fight look like dog shit. Now we got to watch Tyron. I hope the Tyron of old comes into the Octagon tonight because if, if not, holy motherfucker, dude. Um, I, I, I think Gilbert Kamaru, Burns is going to bring the fight out of him. So we'll see. With Kamaro, it seemed like he just couldn't wake up. 
Dana is yeah, usually, right. usually right. Yeah, usually John is usually not right, and usually is being used kindly there. <laughs> and here's the thing too I've only grown fonder of Dana's positions as time has gone on and our earlier he used to annoy me but now you see I had to accept the business side he's a businessman we were hardcores and we were, we were in that camp where it was like forget I want business yeah forget business I want the best of the best to fight but I, then you have to understand that it is a business yeah if he didn't care about making money there would be no UFC exactly and do people say that he's greedy and he wants to hold on to money? Dana does not do this job for the money anymore. He got his four hundred million dollar check zip, and he could have. He literally was given the opportunity to dip, and chose to stay on with the. Yeah, company. I think the UFC is better with him being a part of it for sure. Absolutely, it would be nowhere near as good if Dana White were not at the helm. That's why I want him to get into boxing, clean that sport up. I mean, look at look at state boxing's in okay when they're showing sakai's leg kicks like now they know how to score leg kicks yeah. properly and a backwards fist that's and a back fist that does almost no damage he didn't even spin he just went like that i love when those combat youtube channels say talk about the back fist and how it's the future of mixed martial arts have you ever seen those videos no where they're like you throw a punch and then you turn it over and smack him in the face with it and oh, i'm like that'll annoy me yeah you smack him in the face with it, and then he comes over the top and just fucking knocks you out, dude. Yeah. What is this, wushu, dude? Am I Tony Ferguson practicing on a wooden mannequin? That's ridiculous. But, no, man. Yeah, Dana, Dana's right. Boxing, your biggest stars are Logan Paul and Jake Paul. And KSI. I like Tyron, but I cannot unsee Mark Hart KOing him against the cage. That was one of the most vicious KOs of all time, if you guys want to see that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's tough, man. And to be fair to Tyron, it's not like it was like a, one of those glass chin knockouts where you get rocked by a jab. And it was inevitable. That, it was that, like MVP cyborg. Yeah, that that elbow would have knocked out anybody. anybody uh, heavyweight. That would have dropped a heavyweight for yeah. sure. That was one of the hardest elbows I've ever seen. It's You just get hit with certain shots, and it's like just with how the momentum is. Yeah, oh, God. It doesn't it matter so how your body's positioned. Oh, jeez, he's doing some dynamic stretching. Dude, look at the flexibility, though. Hold on. What? What do you mean? He's just doing a low back stretch. That's pretty standard. Dude, salt in the game. Get him some lotion for his knees, though. Relax. I'm just saying. <laughs> skincare is important. Skincare routine? Yeah, you have a skincare routine? I don't fucking think Dude, so. Dude, I'm Patrick Bateman. I have moisturizers. I, I don't wear a, think you I are. I wear a clear-coated face mask for eight Maybe minutes. Maybe Woodley versus Covington? No. Maybe. Uh, I'd be down. I'd watch Ty it. Quill Woodley. But does it make sense? No, I think uh, uh, they said they're not going to go straight for the Colby rematch for tomorrow, which I think is crazy. But if they're not going to see that fight so bad, if they're not going to go for the rematch. Covington just had to hold on to that fifth round. If they're not going to go for the rematch, I'd love to see Tyron Woodley fight Colby Covington because Colby Covington is going to force Tyron to engage. Tyron has his best fights and the most exciting fights when he has a he has a good dance partner who's going to force him to engage. Because mostly, Town Woodley's like, I'm going to have the perfect game plan that makes both of us have the worst fights of our career, and <laughs> I win. I don't always think that. Look at the Robbie Lawler fight. That was the one interesting fight. <laughs> I was going to say, the Koscheck knockout. Like Those are the fights they play on his high reel, and I'm like, oh, the two times he's landed the overhand right and has knocked them out. Darren that Koscheck Till. knockout was sick. Yeah, it was disgusting. But that's when, when like gusts of wind were knocking out Kostchuk. <laughs> Poor Kostchuk, dude. Poor Stayed Kostchuk. in the game too long. I Fuck, hate to man. see it, dude. If I get knocked, he's out one of the twice, best wrestlers to fucking do. Compete if I in get MMA starched too. twice and then lose two in a row, I'm retiring. 
<laughs> no, I'm serious. I'll work at a Costco, you bro. Need, but these, they need money, Cameron. Yeah, work at a, I just said I'll work at a Costco, bro. Okay, so these guys have pride. They're fighters. Stock and sh- I don't have pride. <laughs> right. Pride's okay. an illusion. To you. I think pride, pride is very useful in certain circumstances. It's a tool. But when you're getting starched yeah, <laughs> on the undercard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely I was going to say. When Will Smith's walking over with a fucking egg in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> rattling it back and forth. This is your brain. Uh, and the jar represents the chokes the brain. The chokes the brain. Okay. The impacts choke the brain. I save, Tell the truth. I save everything. Tell the truth. You guys see concussion? Yeah. If you guys haven't seen concussion, you probably think we're out of our fucking mind. Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. I'm ready for the final fight. Though. I'm ready for Town Woodley to come out here. Gilbert Burns, can we look at his recent fights? It seems like this is... I'm not going to say that Tyrant... I feel like Tyrant's finally getting some bitten in the ass for all the shit talking he's done to the UFC. Because they gave him a really tough guy. They give him a really tough guy who doesn't really have a lot of fans. I agree. They're going to make Tyron jump through numerous hoops in order to get and back to the And this is one hell of a hoop. He's, he be- and do you know why they're going to make him, him jump through hoops? Because at every, every opportunity he got, he talked shit about the UFC. Yeah. And he criticized them for everything under the sun. Business relations, uh, professional etiquette, everything. So now he's going to have to walk through fire. And walking through fire, let's look at Gilbert Burns' record here. What's worse, vicious knockout versus mauling? Ah, uh, for your health, the knockout. For the for your ego and your... Like, ego is important for a fighter. You need that ego. You need that I can beat everyone's ass. I can do it. You need that ego. You know what I mean? If you're going to be a high-level fighter. So the mauling will definitely hurt that. But the good thing about a mauling is... We can get your skills better. We can work on your strength and conditioning. A knockout deteriorates the health. Especially if you... So can a mauling. If you take enough damage. For sure. I mean, uh, will Luke Rockhold, Chris Weidman? There are numerous fights where people were never the same after. JDS versus Kane. Oh, you know what? You got a point. Ah, man. See, now you're fucking making me... Now you're making me second guess myself. I don't know anymore. Uh, Lines updated... Woodley's minus 176 favorite. Strong favorite. Burns is 145. Let's look at... Um, can you... Uh, never mind. I was going to say to pull back up his record because Gilbert Burns had some impressive wins. He beat OAM, Damian Maya. I mean, Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson. Strong win streak leading up to this fight. Seemed like he was due for that big jump in talent. And he said, I believe he actually texted that he could have fought Jacare's opponent. When Jacare had to pull out uh, recently because of the coronavirus. Oh, he beat Olivier Albalmercy. Yeah, he beat OAM. That's he beat really Mike Davis. Alexei Konchenko. Who are you? Gunnar Nelson and Damian Maya. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just like every time uh, you think of Tyron Woodley, you think about um, Nate Marquardt KOing him against the cage. Every time I think about Gilbert Burns, I think about Dan Hooker sleeping him. Yeah. What are the odds on Tarrant? Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like for sure. Mauling, oh, fuck. I don't know. If it's like a Khabib-like mauling, he takes good care of you. 
He's not going to hurt you too bad. He'll just make you look really fucking... That's true. It depends on who's doing the He'll just dominate you. I was going to say... Because if you're fighting somebody like Khabib, he's just going to hold you down. But if you have a guy like Luke Rockhold who's going to bash your fucking brains in... I mean, that was like... Or Tony Ferguson who slices you up with elbows. I mean, that was like... The Luke Rockhold, Chris Weidman, that was like the beginning of Memento, dude. I was like, Jesus Christ, I just witnessed a murder. Gilbert Burns making his way to the octagon here. And that's no disrespect to Chris Weidman, but I don't feel like his chin has been the same since that fight. And Oh, definitely I not. still think a knockout, though, because I've seen some knockouts, man, where a fighter is done, like literally done after. Kat Singano and uh, Cyborg. <sighs> yeah, you think that did her in? Dude, she had a TBI. I think she's getting better, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dan Hooker is blowing up on the scene right now. Dan Hooker. I mean, and think you have to think about his skills, right? I was obviously gutted when he beat Paul Felder because I'm a massive Paul Felder fan. But you have to recognize that Dan is one of the most skilled fighters out there right now, and he's only on the rise. And I think that if you keep the progression going... Mm-hmm. You'll see Dan Hooker challenge for the title fairly soon. Tony, we will we will be implementing call ins soon on the show. Yeah, we'd like to have people call in. I give think their, just give their opinions on things. I think next stream we will have call ins, so make sure to follow the channel, stay up to date with our streams because we will be doing call ins soon after the fights and in between the fights because I feel like that'd be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it would be a blast. Should Hooker fight Poirier? Hooker should fight Poirier. I'm That'd, sorry. Be That'd be a great fight. fight. And you have a guy in Dustin Poirier who needs Poirier. a good fight. Yeah, I'm dying to see Poirier fight again. Since the Khabib, dude, I, I get it. I get it. What happened to him when it, when it, when when he got dominated like that against Khabib? I get why he was like, I'm going to take a break. I thought I was going to be the champion, and then that happens. I need to recharge the batteries. Yeah. But he is still one of the most exciting fighters on the planet with the skills to boot. He needs to come back soon. He needs to come back soon. I am pumped and to see him. Him, Dan Hooker. Woo! Woo! That'd be crazy. Woo! Dan Hooker. He he need he deserves more fans. Poirier He's... is gonna hit Dan Hooker so fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about some of the hardest boxing shots in that division? Dustin Poirier, man. He, f- you just look at the Justin Gaethje fight when you hit it. It's like it's like that Rocky scene where he's hitting the slab of meat. It's like that sound. Yeah. The f- like the thump. He's no joke. His, his hands are only getting better, too. He's dangerous on the ground. We're talking about somebody who submitted Max Holloway. You're not on the Poirier train? I mean, okay, there's no one here saying that he's uh, on Khabib's level. I don't think he could challenge Khabib, but he's definitely... But who, like... Who can? The when we talk about like beating Khabib, we have to talk about like you have to couch stuff. Justin could have the best chance if he doesn't get back to, to the fence and if he keeps rotating out like he did in the Tony fight. So it's hard to it's hard to use that as a measuring stick, you know what I mean? I agree. Uh, look at Con- Connor was starching everyone other than Nate Diaz. I'm sad. I'm sad I'm crying as a <laughs> Connor fanboy. But he was starching everyone and then he gets to Khabib and you see what happens. He gets clipped on the feet. He wins one round. Connor's the only fighter to take a round from Khabib. Yeah. The only fighter. But you look at the other rounds, absolute domination. And then gets the finish over Connor. Well, Khabib's one of the best fighters that we've seen ever, period. He's he's a force. Yeah. Tyron Woodley's making his way to the octagon. He's Looking sleepy. Focused or very sleepy. He's making me tired right now. Tyron Woodley, in that last fight, he had what Brendan Schaub had. Where it was like just didn't want to be there, couldn't get going. Where 
I, what I want to see if you're a trainer and you're looking at your fighters, I want to see like you're hungry. Like I yeah. can't wait. Like you're nervous. I know you're gonna be nervous right before the fight, but in the weeks leading up to it, you I want to see you like I'm ready for it. You know, like I'm ready to get this guy and yeah. And people can tell if it's fake. I see fighters when they try to do that, and I look at them and I'm like, "You're lying." Predictions? I th- I like Tyron in this fight. I think Tyron's gonna take a decision. I don't see him finishing Gilbert. I don't see him finishing either, unless he gets really comfortable on the feet and gets a TKO. I think he's gonna win a decision. I think he's gonna do use the Tyron tactics, and he's gonna use a game plan to nullify Gilbert's game, win the fight, and lose fans all Probably. in one fell swoop. <laughs> One foul swoop. One foul swoop. Foul swoop. I said fail. One fail swoop. <laughs> but yeah, Gilbert though. I mean, we'll see. He's explosive. If Gilbert has a chance, I think it's uh, the knockout. Really? I mean, you would say, despite the you, fact that he's a three-time world jiu-jitsu champion. But is he going to take Woodley down? How does no, that he's work? Off his back. Off his back. An arm bar off his back. You don't think that's possible? It's possible for sure. It's possible. It's entirely possible. Gage is more Rogan. raw and humble than Poirier. I think. I think if Gaethje is raw, he's the definition of raw. Definitely. I think if that's and that's not to say his technique, but that's just to say he really wears his heart on his sleeve out there, it's and he all, lets you know it. Yeah, uh, I think that if Gaethje and Poirier were to have a rematch, I like Gaethje in that rematch for sure. But that's not to say that Poirier is not. He Poirier is right up there with Gaethje. He's he's what is Poirier ranked? He's got to be top five. But now that Gaethje's fighting that more restrained style and actually using the skills that like Trevor Por- Whitman is giving, I, I, I like Gaethje in that fight. I think he beats Poirier. But Poirier has topped flight skills, and he if he can re-energize after that Khabib loss, he could be a threat in the division. It I, depends Khabib on how he reacts to, to it. Khabib could do that to any lightweight. But though. we've seen fighters who get the smushing by Khabib and they're they're down after it and they have a lot hard time dragging themselves to training and when you're when you're in your car driving to the gym yeah and you're like fuck <laughs> I mean everyone's been there but like when you're there and like you have a fight camp or you have like prospective matchups you need a mission yeah yeah I was gonna say and Robert Whitaker talked about that when you're grinding non-stop when you don't have an opponent he got burnt out Robert Whitaker had to step back and be like I need to take time off yeah I need to like take like months, and I think that we started to see that in his performances. Yeah, because you can't you can't be in a fight camp all the time. That's what Whitaker did to get to the peak, to get the championship. Be that guy who's always in shape, always ready, always tactical. But when you do that for so long, it wears on the mind. Yeah, and the and mind maybe that's can what only we take saw, so maybe much. That's what we saw with Tyron. Yeah, you know? when that Usman fight came around, maybe yeah. he had had enough. This shit ain't CrossFit. You can't just push through the fatigue. Yeah. Fighting wears injuries. on you on such a, <laughs> it wears on you in such a like a it's t- mentally taxing. Yeah, yeah. it's like um, you just feel it. You feel it weighs the, on the soul. It does. Herb it Dean does. is the ref for this fight, thank God. And when you're grinding and you don't have an opponent, it's a mind fuck. We are just about underway here. They're both in the octagon Tyron already. Looking, looking like he prepped for conditioning. What? Looks like he prepped for conditioning. He's not looking like the time will be the knockdown Robbie. You don't think so? No, I think he came out and he's he's been downsizing a little bit. He looks the same to me. Really? Yeah. That's Tyron. Gilbert Burns looks like he's in great shape, though. He's Portuguese. No, he's always, he's, he's Brazilian. He's always he's always ready. This is gonna be a fucking war. Oh jeez. Oh god, oh man. 
Yeah, this guy's not gonna go quietly into the good night. This Definitely is gonna not. this is gonna be a fight, dude. And I think Woodley knows that, dude. He's so powerful though. Minus one sixty favorite, the Vegas odds right before the fight. And you want to talk about skills too? Tyron Woodley can do it all. The only thing is it's like I feel like he just needs to get his mentality. Exactly. Right it's the about fight. the mentality. You need that dog like like Tyson says, where you're just you can't relax. Dude, I want to watch his documentary so bad. It's Joe so Rogan good. was talking about I, it. It's on um, YouTube, I want to say. Is it? I have to watch it. It is. No, it's on HBO, I think. It is phenomenal, dude. I got to watch it. You just watch it, and he would say, like, I, I had problems, like, when he was young, he had problems, like, going to like He's like, I can't rest. He's like, I got to go work out again. And he said he would just hit the heavy bag in, like, the basement of the gym, just hitting it, just hitting it, just hitting it. Jesus Christ. Until his arms got tired, and you're just like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, custom auto brainwashed him. <laughs> literal hypnoti- literal hypnotizing. Hypnosis. Hypnosis. He kept on him, you're a machine, you're a machine, you're a machine. And that was like a trigger freeze. Oh, God, we're underway here. First Gilbert Burns coming out. A lot of feints from Gilbert early 55, on. 55, 54, 53, 52, if you want to sync it up with us. Now, one thing Tyron is really good at, he's good at keeping that explosiveness the whole way through the fight. He does maintain his power. Because he has mechanical efficiency. He's not doing a bunch of superfluous movements. Gilbert, right now, these feints are really good, but they will go away as the fight progresses. Definitely. And you'll just see hand feints. You won't see the full body feints. Just waste too much energy, especially for a five-round fight. And that's another thing about Tyron. He's got such a... Oh, oh! shit! Tyron just got hit really hard there. He's rocked. Oh! Tyron's done. I think he's done. He's got to defend right here. He's taking a lot of punishment right here. He's staying tight. He's staying he's tight. He's clinching. Half guard. Gilbert Burns is in his half guard. Gilbert Burns is probably going to... He went right from Whoa, out. Whoa, Tyron's hurt. Tyron's still not there. Tyron's still out of it. Gilbert's Tyron's still out of out. it. I didn't even see the shot that hurt Tyron that badly. It was in the clinch. Was it? it was the first one we saw, and then the second one, I think, was a clinch strike that got him. Huge oh! elbows here from full mount. Huge elbows here from full oh, mount. Some people are losing money tonight, dude. Hopefully oh you didn't put gosh. money on Woodley. Jesus. Gilbert Burns in the very first round has Tyron in this much trouble. Who would have thought? Oh, my Who would have thought that? God, he clipped him so fucking bad. Well, that's what a full-body faint cut. will do. I think Tyron's cut. Oh, jeez. There's blood under them. I can't see where I could it's actually from. help, maybe, with the submissions that are oncoming. Now, Tyron is doing the smart thing, though. I, I think you'd rather take the physical punishment than turn and give your back to Burns. I don't. Well, yeah, he'll submit you for sure. That's what I'm saying. So he's trying to get his back to the cage here and get up that way. Yeah, Tyron's Tyron's got a cut over his left eye. It's bad. Oh, that's a bad cut. He's bleeding everywhere. That's a really bad cut. One of those elbows from Mount. Now you got to keep Burns. He's Tyron is going to work to. I can't tell. Gilbert's smart there. Transition. Do you see how he cut off his back there? Tyron just sat up and Gilbert locked up a guillotine. I don't know how tight it is. It's not. That's not tight. I think Tyron may may be. Getting his wits about him again. Yeah, he is. And Tyron's smart. I really think this is the best scenario. You ride out this round. Don't. Oh, geez. It's hard Fuck, to ride, it's hard to ride it out when he's throwing elbows like that. I mean, he's going to keep trying to get his back to the cage. Gilbert's doing a very smart thing here, though. He's putting his weight over there. So if Tyron sits up, he'll be on his back still. Yeah. Which is really... It keeps fucking with Tyron every time he goes to get up. I like how Gilbert Jesus. isn't isn't going for anything crazy here. He wants to maintain this position. Just, and just beating him up and tiring exactly. him out. Oh, He's transitioned gosh. really well from jiu-jitsu. He's not trying to jump onto a submission. He's like, we're going to stay here. 
Don't sacrifice position. Exactly. That's and the I, difference I'm, about MMA. I'm going to keep... It's just, you don't want to sacrifice position in jiu-jitsu either. It's always position over submission. Position first, then I we mean, progress. Tell that to those guy dudes at EBI, dude. Well, they dive on stuff. It's submission only. That's say. why. They are fucking... They go... Oh! oh Gilbert tired. goes for a triangle just as we say that and That's Woodley what, snakes say, out. That's what happens when you go for something. You give a window. And Woodley took it and explodes. That's the championship mentality right there. So... Let's just say that Woodley now respects the stand-up of Gilbert on another level. Absolutely. That shot really clipped him, man. He was That was very close to And you can see Tyron shaking out the arms. That's the thing about having arms that muscular. Oh, my God. The doctor might stop this. No, no, no. We're good. Oh, that's his brow. That's oh, his brow it's open. down. That's open. Yeah, that might get stopped. We're in Vegas, though, so... That's they, true. They're going to let this shit go, dude. They let the they let the Conor McGregor-Nate fight go. The doctor's going to go in there and evaluate that cut with sunglasses on. Nate's, Nate had, like, five vaginas on his face in the Conor fight. It was insane. Great leg kick there from Gilbert. Holy shit. I still can't believe he had Tyron in that much trouble. That was insane. Oh, Also, what does that do to Tyron's confidence on the feet right now? Well, he cannot allow for it. He oh! He cannot Gilbert allow for that to, to rock his confidence. He has yeah. to stay in there. Gilbert is swinging for the fucking fences, my guy. Jesus. Take it ace, Tyron. Nice leg kicks from Gilbert. Tyron blinking. Blood's flowing into the eye. Yep. We, he's squinting. It's affecting his vision. Fuck. Damn. You know, that must be a real mindfuck as a fighter if your vision is obscured by your brow hanging down. Oh, huge left hook there for Gilbert. Tyron's frustrated. Gilbert, though, has been exploding quite a bit. Very dynamic on the feet. 10 but the seconds thing is, left he's, in the first. he's not wasting energy. No, he's So not. that's dangerous because he's still going to have that explosion. Ooh! Look at that what around. Hold on, I'll be right back. Before the second round kicks off, because I feel like... If there will be a second round, I think that they're going to bring the doctor in here in a second. Tyron's elected to stand. He's not going to sit on a stool in between rounds. Oh, my gosh. That cut is like two inch, two or three inches long and an inch wide. Giant chunk of skin taken out right on the eyebrow. Right on the eyebrow. Well, they're not bringing the doctor in, though, so that's good. That's good. So there's uh, there's no way it's going to be stopped in between the first and second, which is really good. It was a step in short right, a short right that hurt Tyron and started all this off. And then Gilbert landed a really nice uppercut that sat Tyron down after he was hurt by the right hand. Stellar first round. Gilbert did everything right in that first round, and that's why he won it so definitively. Who got cut? Tyron Woodley. He got a. He has a massive gash right on his left eyebrow. After Gilbert dominated that first round, uh, that's most likely a ten eight. The fight was almost stopped in the very first round, probably thirty seconds into the very first round. Yeah, tweets are coming in right now. Ten eight, ten eight burns. Definitely ten eight. Oh shit! The fucking. I missed the bell. Oh, sweet Jesus. Very, very stiff right hand there for Tyron. I'm back in the saddle, boys. Oh, Tyron got cut. It's a big fucking cut over his eye. Yeah. 
hopping on the chat. Did you already respond to it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Cameron classic. There we go. But yeah, definitely a 10 8 there for Burns. Fight was very nearly stopped. It was very nearly stopped? Oh, in the first round. I thought yeah, you meant was, by the doctor. Oh, I was going to say, they didn't even bring the doctor in. I love Vegas, dude. Yeah. Vegas knows how to put on fights. <laughs> this is a, this is title, title contender implications. You don't stop it over a cut. I, I agree. You don't stop it unless I don't have an eyebrow. That's and even then. That's, even then, I was going to say, you see the Diaz brothers, they give up eyebrows every fight, dude. They have yeah, like no seven kidding. different the stars, seven different scars all over their eyebrows. Big shots from Gilbert landing on the arms of Tyron here. I was just about to say maybe that flat because Tyron takes that flat-footed stance, so you never know when he's going to explode. But it makes it difficult to get out of the way of shots. It's fucking know. tremendous, man! Wow. And I saw the replay. It was a short right hand on the inside while Gilbert was coming forward that hurt him, and then it followed by an uppercut. Well, it's the momentum we talk about all the time. If you're coming into a punch, you amplify the power of it. Well, yeah, Tyron was stepping forward and Gilbert was running forward. Also so. combined with the other rule of punching, it's the ones you don't see that hurt you the most. Yeah, it was a short right hand. Because you're not expecting it, it. And then bloop, it just pops you right on the chin there. It is really the ones you don't see. Three minutes here and left in the second. Oh, huge right hand. Just misses over the top for Gilbert, that is. Tyron's got his back to the cage. And this is a... Strategy he employs a lot. Oh, oh, giant takedown from Gilbert. Big right hand from Tyron and immediately gets taken down by Gilbert. Gilbert saw the right hand coming. Gilbert saw the right hand coming. I was just about to say that Tyron employs a strategy a lot where he backs up straight back to the fence and he, he kind of pins himself up against the fence and then he throws likes to throw his right hand as people come in to him. And Gilbert read it like a book. Yeah, that was well, insane. Gilbert came in, Tyron threw the right hand, and as soon as Tyron threw the, threw the right hand, Gilbert shot for that takedown. He said, cool, watch me get the state. Oh, he's going to swivel his back away from the fence here. He's going to lock his hands and pull Tyron to the right, yeah. get his back off the cage. Tyron's got his back against the cage now. He's trying to stand up, using some... He needs to get to his left foot if he can. Push off the mat. There you go. Oh, he's going to get up. Gilbert's going to look to Nice return. knee to the body from Gilbert. And it fucked with Tyron because now he has to block the knees. It's weird seeing Tyron get handled like this, man. He's one of the stronger guys in the division. He's fucking... Gilbert's just really good. He's and really, really strong, not, too. He's not sucking down to lightweight anymore. And really... I mean, you look at the strength of Gilbert, man. Anybody who's a three-time world jiu-jitsu champion... Has that grappling strength. Where you just grab him and you're like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, fuck, dude. Especially, yeah. I see that. Oh, big shot on Woodley getting up. Yeah, but Gilbert, Woodley takes that opportunity to stand. Yeah, Gilbert has the potential. I, he's got that power to generate a lot of force in a little amount of space. So his little punches are, seem to be doing a lot of damage. Tyron catches the leg but realizes Gilbert's a thick boy. Yeah, you know, so I'm not going to lift him. No. no. Especially, do you want to like engage with this guard? I was going to say. If Woodley's going to win this fight. Yeah, Woodley did look unusually weak versus Uzman. He did. He did not look like he had the that power where you just where he was grappling with you and you were like, oh, well, he shit. looked withdrawn. Like he like he didn't look there. And like his eyes looked like they were glassed over. It looked like he didn't want to be there. This one you can see he de he really wants to win this fight. He has to win this fight. 
with all the bullshit people are talking, I'm a Tyron Woodley fan. I like the guy. Yeah. I mean, he loses to Usman, who's one of the best 70-pounders we've seen in a long time. And people talking loads of shit. If he loses to Gilbert Burns, jeez, who knows? Now what the Twitter say. talk is going to be even worse. Good knees here in the clinch from Woodley. Good knees from Burns too, though. Hopefully, Woodley's starting to ramp up here. He's not known for being a slow starter. Well, it, well, Burns is big too, so maybe you know he'll. Start to wane as we get into the the later rounds. End of the second. I still think I still think Burns probably won that one too. Yeah. Ten nine. Jeez, this is insane. Yeah. If you would have told me the turn would have gotten clipped in the first when I, he's at his most explosive, yeah, I would have said no chance, no way. I mean, obviously some chance, but very little. I was just gonna say puncher's chance, which is bullshit. I hate when people say that. <laughs> what well, puncher's chance? Because if it's you look, thing, if clearly. we break out, if we break out a spreadsheet. Puncher's chance is like 3% of the time. Well, it goes up, obviously, right? The more skilled people are. But they, I, get, I guess that's not just chance. I was going to say. Plus, Gilbert Burns, man, really showing off his skills there. That duck into the takedown was really... Very was, slick. Was super technically sound. It was pretty amazing. I thought it was interesting that Tyron doesn't want to sit in between rounds. Tyron, yeah, he's not sitting. They're bringing the stool in. He's choosing to stand. I like it. It's definitely a technique because you don't want to you don't want to get that cool down. You want to stay hot, but you know I also like rest. I was gonna say I'm a, I'm a big fan of sitting down. Oh, so. yeah, I like getting some rest. Third round here underway. 52, 51, 50, 49 If you want to sync up with us, Gilbert Burns owning the center of the octagon. Gilbert, uh, Tyron's measuring him, trying to find out what to land. Now since, oh wow, look at the, both dudes are so dynamic, dude, it's insane. Great movement from both fighters. And you can see why Tyron's not throwing, because Gilbert's already moving and reacting to it. Yeah, he's doing a great job of anticipating what Tyron's going to do. And one good... reading. Tyron very well. Yeah, and one good thing about Gilbert is that these Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys don't have to worry about the takedown. Oh, like, shit. Stiff right hand there pushes Gilbert Burns back. From Woodley, very nice. Got to see more of that out uh, of the former champ. Does the wind-up feint. I love those where they act like wiry gyry. Wiry gyry. That's two times you've used that tonight. Four. Four? You four. said it four times? For sure. Oh, my God. I'm a clown. Gilbert Burns walking. Oh, Woodley comes forward, but the punches land on Burns' guard. Burns is the aggressor, faints a shot. He's going to go high. Yeah, Burns is coming forward nonstop. Nice. He went high with the punch after the fainting. Little knee dip there from Woodley after that right hand lands for Burns. What the hell? Burns is faking the shot and then going high. Great body kick from Burns. Burns put some combos together now with 314 to go. Oh, right hand lands on the guard of Burns again. But the thing is where Burns is putting his guard when the punches are landing, he's still getting some of the, the momentum from the punch. Nice body kick again from Burns. He's mixing it up very well. Oh, shit. Punch barely missed. That Holy. punch barely missed. If that landed, that would have been Wood- Woodley would have been in some trouble. That would have been over. Great leg kick from Burns. You never know what's coming, man. 
And he's being more active than Woodley too, which is not uncommon. Woodley's his output's never been high. No, he's more of a tactical picking his shots, trying to get guy. that one shot. Dude, that left hook just missed. I would Burns. love to see more combinations though from Woodley. Burns though being the aggressor, it's going to be interesting to see. But the thing about Woodley is he's not doing what most guys who are fighting backwards do where they move a lot and expend a lot of energy he's just comfortable there with his foot up against the back of the cage it's crazy it's a strategy he's employed forever man i know but it's just you know what i mean it's a jarring you trap to see yourself it. it's bizarre but he, he likes to have his back against the cage and then try to let his right hand go as people come in Gilbert Burns sits down after throwing a <sighs> kick, and Tyron wants none of that. Exactly. None of the it's ground. Like, get the fuck. It's like you're fighting Damian Maya, and he tries to pull guard. It's like, get the, get, get away from uh, me. Get, I'm, not, I'm not stupid. Speaking of Damian Maya, Gilbert Burns slapped Damian Maya. Oh, yeah. That's because Damian Maya has the boxing of a 55-year-old man. He's almost 55. <laughs> so. But he has the jiu-jitsu of like a 25-year-old These leg master. kicks are going to start taking a toll on the explosiveness of Tyron. He's, Gilbert is throwing them over and over again. Wow. Yeah, Woodley, I mean, Burns is, Gilbert's throwing those kicks. Oh, head kick. And the thing about these kicks are the body kicks, even if they're landing on the arms of Woodley and the head kicks, they're still taking power out of his hands. Yeah. And then the legs are, that's going to impede Woodley's movement as we get into the later rounds. And here's my thing. If Woodley's just going to stand there and take these shots without landing effectively coming back, you know, it's, it's not going to, it's not a good look for the scorecards. I agree completely. He's, he's just not throwing now. I can't remember the last time he threw a punch. Can you? No, this is like, it was like a minute ago or two. It's got to be two minutes at this point. And that's just not good for looks. Burns is staying busy, finding what he can. Getting out of the way of the counter because Woodley yeah, is trying to counter. Yeah, I was going to say, counter. and when Tyron has thrown punches this round, Ty- I mean, uh, Gilbert just hasn't been there. And I think Gilbert meant what he said on Twitter when he was looking for this fight. He said, dude, I'm beyond ready. He's just chomping at the bit. That, che- that check left hook almost landed there for Gilbert. He's literally just missing with these seri- seriously powerful punches. Tyron's got his right foot back up against the cage again. Gilbert knows what Gilbert's Tyron's right trying in to his do. Face. Wow. The level of reactions from both guys are very impressive. Yeah. I, I mean, that was a that was another very strong round from Gilbert. Tyron threw almost no shots that, that round. Oof, that had to hurt. It touched the fucking, touched the cut too. Yeah, I mean, we're just watching a replay here of all the shots that Gilbert has landed that round because he's up three it's rounds brutal, on man. Tyron. And brutal. the first round was a 10-8. It's brutal. Uh, you know, yeah, Willie's got to pick up the output a little bit. You know, or, I, said before, I said before this fight started, it matters a lot which Tyron steps into that octagon. And this looks just like the Tyron that fought Usman. Too comfortable and comfortable and not, not for, active enough. Exactly. Like, that's what I mean by comfortable. I mean, like, just willing to be passive and let, Someone else let take Gilbert the lead the dance 100%, man. Whereas before, when he was playing up against this cage, you always felt like he was choosing, like he is still choosing it, but he's not, he's not using it. Yeah, I agree. He's he putting just himself keeps, in a position. He throws out like the punches to test Gilbert's reactions instead but of actually that for throwing the entire it. Round. Yeah, instead of actually throwing it. Like multiple times he threw the hook for Gilbert on the way in, but like half threw it to see what his reaction was. Fourth be. round here just started. 
for everyone joining us right now. 452, so far 51, I have 450. So far I have a three for Gilbert. Three nil Gilbert, and I scored the first round a 10-8 for Gilbert. That's possible. It's almost, a, it was a fight was nearly stopped. I mean, it's possible. With the new rules, it's almost certain. It's, imboss- it's possible. It's impossible. Didn't it's, happen. It's impossible for... I, I would. <laughs> it would be difficult to score that at 10-9. What, what did Tyron show there? He survived. Barely. Lived to see another day. Tyron was a bloody mess at the end of that first round. I never expected that. Tyron's pressing Gilbert up against the cage now. That's exactly what you want to see. Someone who needs the finish, slowing the fight down. I, it will... Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be tiring out Gilbert more than he already is tired. Yeah. Usually fighters hit that fatigue, fatigue point in the third, third round. Bottom of the third. And he's going to be peaking again. The end is in sight. Five. The end is in sight. And you really got to be going pedal to the metal here. So unless you're trying to get it to the ground in the fourth round. And you do not want to get it to the ground against Gilbert Or Burns. maybe if you're up on the cards, you could be clinching to just tire him out more and help secure that win. But when you're down 3-0. Super down. Super down. We used to talk about, like, what? what's the plan? Gilbert there Burns be a reverses plan. the situation. He's now pressing Tyron up against the cage here. Jeez. Little foot, foot stomps. stomps. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke, bitch. Yeah, you ever see Stomp in New York? It's tremendous. No, it's not. They just hit garbage can lids together. Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Tyron just body locking it. Just putting Slowing Gilbert it up way against down. the fence. He reverses though. He's pressing Gilbert up against the fence now. We'll see if if when he separates, he can get some shots off. I'm not sure if he wants to take him down. Tyron's career might be going down. If he loses this fight, it's going to be a severe blow. It's going to be really bad. He'll definitely drop below six. This is the UFC. I could, very, I could easily see he and Gilbert exchanging positions, but I bet they would drop him further than six. And also, for you guys saying that we were being rude to John... Uh, this is what you get when uh, you don't deal with the UFC in the proper way. You get given really tough guys with not a lot of acclaim yet on their way up. I agree. And it, and it hurts your it wallet, hurts, it, it hurts your career, and it's very dangerous. Look at Gilbert running back at him. Gilbert's Jesus. a dangerous guy, man. Jeez. We'll see what Tyron can do here. He still has time. Gilbert versus Colby in Rio. Holy shit. Going back to Brazil. I would love to see that. I'd fucking love to see that. But who knows? Maybe Tyron will... Who are we kidding? Gilbert's <laughs> going to win this Tyron, fight. Tyron doesn't look like he's in there. I'll be very surprised if Tyron can pull the trigger and... I was going to say, is he going to start throwing punches again? You have to pull the trigger if you want to win the fight. Head, body, leg strikes. This metric is telling me that Woodley has landed 33 strikes to the head, and I fucking doubt it. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh, shit. Gilbert's laying it on right now. He just dropped Tyron. Well, he didn't drop him. He sat Tyron down. I don't know again. what held him up. The grace of God was just... The Holy Spirit willed Tyron to stand up. I mean, it's just like we saw in the Usman fight, though. He seems, like, content to lose. He just looks sleepy in there. He looks like he did against Usman. You have to tell your athlete, caution to the wind. You've got, yeah, you're going to lose. If we just keep doing what we're doing, it's not going to go our way. Oh, shit. You need that corner to kind of be like... Inside trip trip for for Burns You need that corner man to tell you, hey... Woodley's got his butt on the mat. You need the finish here. Yeah. You need that You need that guy talking to your coach like he's talked to Mr. C in The Warrior. 
you don't knock them out. You don't have a home. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Cameron. The MMA submission. You're welcome. Fuck. Jesus. Half guard here from Gilbert. Gilbert got the takedown. He is now on top of Tyron. The fight desire is just not it's there. Not for there. They, you don't see the fire. No fire. There is fire from Gilbert, and you're seeing it right now. You see, like, you know what I mean? Gilbert is like, I want to win this fight so bad. Like, you see it. Woodley wants to win the fight. He just doesn't want to do what is necessary. Maybe he can't, you know? I, I don't want to say that Tyron... Woodley's a great fighter. He definitely has the tools. It's just... Gilbert's pushing at the pre- the pace nonstop. He's deciding oh, what happens. Possible choke here from Gilbert. Possible choke developing here. He's got the guillotine Arm here. Armin guillotine. Armin we'll guillotine. It's under the chin. It's tough to finish, though. What happened? Rounds up. Oh, the rounds up. That was another Tyron getting up slow. Round. Tyron has one round to finish this. Jeez. The, the, the first round was definitely 10-8, and some people might score that at 10-8. It breaks my heart, dude. I, I, I like Tyron. Some people might score that at 10-8. Is that Dean Thomas in his corner right there? It's tough to tell with the mask on, probably. It's definitely Dean Thomas. It's a great fighter to have in your corner. So one of the judges might have scored that at 10-8. This was a no-win situation here. Dude, I mean, you got to tell your fighter, dude, I like Woodley. This is breaking this my heart. This is terrible. Because... He's just getting beat everywhere. I was going to say, I don't think Tyron had a moment in that round where I was like, oh. He's landed some good shots in the earlier rounds, but three and four have just been inactive and getting put (sighs) away. Round two was definitely his best round. Yeah. But all the other rounds have just been just brutal. Two, yeah. You could at least make the argument that he was in it into maybe one, but. One, he almost lost. Yeah, no, I'm saying he got maybe won the round, like maybe won, W-O-N. He did good in two, maybe won. Oh, maybe won. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I see. I thought you were talking about one. I could see why you would think that. No, I don't think he won round one. He got I was like, the, he did the opposite Masvidal of winning. Masvidal <laughs> would have finished him in already, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think Masvidal would have finished Woodley, this Woodley, already. Potentially. Masvidal he, just has better boxing. I th- yeah, I agree. I think if if Gilbert Burns were better on his feet, um, he probably would have already finished Woodley. But g- when when Gilbert has Woodley hurt, Gilbert's going to his bread and butter, which is jujitsu. Uh, and I think if he were just to stay on the feet, he would actually finish, finish him. him. Jinx. Got him back. Had to do it to you. But now we see Gilbert Burns pushing him up against the cage. Final round here. Four minutes left if you want to sync up It's a up familiar sight. Dude, I just feel devastated for Tyron because you can tell it's just not. There's He's trying to push, and it's just the fire isn't there. It's not there. And I don't think it's a lack of desire. I think it's like the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have a fire inside you? And, I don't know. Just doesn't seem like it's lit right now. Because if you're a fighter and you know you have three minutes until you lose the fight, it sucks. Dude, it you sucks. Know, I like Tyron. I you, feel bad. I know. I feel bad too. But you got to say to yourself, I either am getting the knockout or I'm getting knocked out. Tyron might retire. You never know. Probably after this fight. Potentially. Potentially. He's an amazing fighter. I don't. I know. Yeah. I feel nothing good in saying this, but it's just what I see. 
We'll have to hear what he says in the post-fight interview. I hope he doesn't retire. Is, I hope he doesn't retire. I don't he want still him to has retire. The skills. Oh God! You like see Colby run through him? Jesus! Yikes! I mean, the thing is, right? It doesn't matter if he still has the skills if he doesn't want to do it. And if you're watching this performance, you gotta want to win. You this is not gonna win the fight. No, this cl- body lock clinch is not gonna win it, dude. And if he's if he's clinching the guy up and he's like, oh, you know. Live to fight another day. Is that the mentality that you want to have? Nah. You got to do... Look at... um. That's what your corner's there what, for. What's it's the not fighter? good when the fighter is saying that. Brock Brock Weller, I think it was earlier on the Herb card. Dean separating them. Gilbert Burns was slapping Tyron in the ear over and over again. Here's and, the thing. Uh, Brock, that guy who lost to... um. A Roberts in the earlier fight on this card, he wanted to win. He was doing stuff to push him toward winning. He just lost to the guy with the better skill set. There we go. Oh, shit. Finally. Tyron, Tyron's throwing now. Tyron just threw a right hand. It almost landed. Oh, no. Just me, Samaj, has lost money in the in the Twitch chat. It was a good left hand from Tyron. Tyron is 100% top three welterweights of all time easily. Yeah, I'd put him up there. Put him up there. GSP. Tyron beat Robbie Lawler when he was the man. The man. And to knock him out at UFC 205 was insane. We'll see. Well, he has a 90 seconds to see what he can do here. He's got to throw caution to the wind here. Start setting up some. You got to. If you really want your career, when you're at this level, man, you're not a regional show anymore. It's I'm either getting knocked out or I'm getting the knockout. He's got to just try to set up his right hand and let it go. He's, he has not let his hands go at all. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he sees something that we don't in there. Oh, jeez. Oh, maybe that's why. He went through it for a left hook there, and Gilbert ducked the down immediately. The minute he let his hands go. But this would be Disengage. good. This would be good. This level of, like, making Gilbert shoot on you and then clinching with him. This is good in the first round. Yeah. Well. It's good in the first round. I agree. It's not good when you're losing the fight. You got to be like pushing him away from you. You got to disengage here. There, you there go. we go. And you got to try to finish. 45 him here. seconds left. And Gilbert's coming after him. So this could actually play into Woodley's hand here. You need. Woodley, Gilbert's not going to risk the win, though. His right hand's just not coming fast enough now. Jeez. 30 seconds left. Gilbert's still pushing the pace. That right hand almost landed. Saying that a lot. Twenty-five seconds. Yeah, he's gonna go quietly into the good night. Fuck, man. Not with an explosion, but with a whimper, dude. Fifteen that's, seconds. That's left. a bummer, man. Dominance, dominance from, from Gilbert, Gilbert Burns. Burns. Not close. Not close. That might be a fifty-forty-three, dude. That's just. Fuck. I don't. Know, I like Tyron. I don't like watching that. That's like watching a uh, potentially two ten-eight rounds. Yeah, you yeah, can do that, Gilbert. You can do that. That's some good shit. Gilbert Burns yelling wow. into the camera because he just dismantled Tyron Woodley. Holy Ooh. shit. Holy shit. Tyron looking like he just wow. saw a fucking ghost. Tyron knows what's up. He did not put up the hands after the fight. He knows that he got he got taken in. Thanks for the broadcasting, fellas. Cheers. Oh, no problem, man. Subscribe if you haven't. We appreciate yeah. you coming out. Make sure you follow the channel to keep up to date with the streams. We will be having call-ins on the next MMA sub- submission. I'm throwing down the gauntlet so you guys will be able Are to call into the show. you figure out how to do that? We will. We will. Okay, I'll work on it. Yeah. Fuck me. yeah. <laughs> this tech key will figure it out for us. I yeah. know it. 
and we'll be able to have you guys call in uh, probably through Google Hangouts. It's probably how we'll do it. Send a link out or something. Yeah, I we'll send know. a link in the chat where you guys can call into the show because that would be that would be pretty awesome. Plus, I want to hear your guys' opinions on the fights that are going down because this to me is like watching uh, uh, your favorite character on Game of Thrones get killed off. <laughs> Not that he was like one of my favorite fighters. I just think he's a good dude. It was an interesting card for sure. There, there were some fights that were better than others. I, th- I think. What do you think the highlight of the night is? We'll see if we agree on Billy it. Q's fight. Billy Q's fight. That 100%. fight was tremendous. If you guys didn't tune in for this whole thing, you can go back and listen to our commentary or see if you can get a fight replay for that Billy Q fight. It is tremendous against spike carlisle that fight was remarkable they popped off those boys came to fucking throw down non-stop action uh, mckenzie dern pulled off a slick ass knee bar that fight was a lot of fun um, um blagoy ivanov yeah it was boring yeah they tried to stay active augusto sakai rob i i really thought blagoy did enough to win that fight blagoy rather and uh it still went to sakai yeah god damn dude Gilbert Burns coming out in style for Brazil. Gutted for Woodley. Dude, but Burns, this this should be the theme of the night. Burns showed that he's ready for the big leagues, man. Ready for the big leagues. No surprise there. Unanimous decision for Gilbert Burns. He is ready to take on all, all of the division now. I mean, him and Colby in Brazil, you want to sell out a stadium and have... Colby's th- safety threatened. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the way to do it, man. I mean, and honestly, that's a fight I want to see. If I'm Colby, I'm not signing unless I get a little bit of a raise and promise of security. Because that, that fight was remarkable from Gilbert. Perfection, really. Never in danger. Doing a lot of damage. Yeah, you got to you gotta go to Rio for that one. Great that would stuff. be tremendous. Oh, well, since this whole pandemic business is going on, we might have might to... Might not be able to go back to Rio for a long time. Might have time. to do it in the apex, unfortunately. But still, that'd be a fucking Just fight. Just throwing Tyron around. And this oh. is from the, showing clips from the first round where it was nearly stopped. Herb Dean an inch away from the action. Just perfect level changes. There was no error in his executions tonight. Burns is the number one contender, definitely. He's up there. He's up there. I think Colby still deserves it. I think um, before this, I think Burns, though. Tyron was the number one contender. So I think Burns just beat out Masvidal. I think it was a very good card. God damn, dude! Very nearly knocked Tyron again, right there. I mean, this. Uh, I mean, Tyron needs to down. find. I think he needs to do what Robert Whitaker did. Tyron Woodley needs to go to his team and say, "Hey, uh, I don't need any programming for like the next. I'm not going to put a time limit on it because um, were you aware that Robert Whitaker took a break?" Fuck, that was absolute domination. Yeah. I'm sorry. Were you familiar that Robert Whitaker took a break? No. So apparently he did not give bone marrow to his daughter. That was a fabricated like story. Fake? It was a fake story. Okay, that got picked great. up by the media. Robert Whitaker went to his team and said, hey, I need time. I, I, I'm not going to tell you when I'm coming back or that I'm coming back. I just need to take a break from fighting. Okay. What are you, you pulling up? take a break from fighting. Yeah, yeah, what are you pulling up? The UFC welterweight rankings. Okay. But, um... Uh, I think Woodley needs to do the same thing because Robert took that time away and decided the fighting is what he wanted to do. He wanted to fight. He wanted to come back. And Woodley needs to do that. He needs to take the time and decide, does he want to fight? Does he want to come back? And how is he going to do it? I agree. Especially after seeing this performance here, yeah. something massive needs to change. Um, Because I definitely think Gilbert Burns is the, uh, the number one contender in the division now. Colby's... No way. I think that it's Colby. 
Colby or Jorge? Uh, maybe he, Gilbert jumps Jorge Okay, here. maybe you see this then. Maybe you see Gilbert Burns jump to number three, and then everybody else just shifts up one. We have Colby Covington moving to number one and Jorge Masvidal moving to number two. And then most likely you'll see a Colby... A Colby... I think you're going to see like Masvidal Kamaru. And then you're going to see uh, Colby uh, Burns, probably. And then Leon sense. Edwards gets left out in the cold right, because yeah. he's not busy as I would like Have him to him be. Have him fight Michael Chiesa. Do they already yeah. fight? I, always, I also think that, you know, Leon Edwards isn't as busy as I'd like to be see a fighter be either, like in the cage. You watch Leon Edwards fights, and he's technically super sound, and he picks his shots really well. But does Leon Edwards, is he a busy fighter? Do we see what we see from him for what we did tonight from Gilbert Burns? I mean, I just don't think so. I don't know. What was the chat saying while you they were asking that? a question about Daniel Daniel Rodriguez? What we thought of him? He fought in the early fights around twelve or one p.m. I I didn't even see that fight. Yeah, we 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 did not stream the prelims. Stream we did the, the main, main card. card, but we'll definitely check it out. So add that to the list, man. We have to check out that fight. Yeah. D-Rod. Apparently, D Rod. Well, rock and roll. Who'd he beat? Gabe Green. Okay, unanimous decision. I like to see it. I'll have to check that out. Gilbert Burns, though, this is his coming out party to the, the wider MMA public. 100%. Fantastic performance from him. Just a great night of fights. Very good night of fights. You want to run down the card? Yeah, let's run down the card. Now, we had leading off in the first fight of the main card, Mackenzie Dern taking on Cyphers, Hannah Cyphers, and she got a slick knee bar finish. Then we had Roosevelt Roberts dispatching Brock Weaver, the Native American chieftain, right? Roosevelt Roberts uses that technique, gets the submission. Then we had Billy Q and Spike Carlisle, who threw down Amazing for 15 fight. minutes. Fight of the night. Billy sure. Q well, gets the unanimous the gets the unanimous decision win. Then we had Blagoy Ivanov losing to Augusto Sakai, unfortunately. Points, split decision, very close fight. And then Gilbert Burns, the Gilbert Burns coming out party. He dominates yeah. Tyler T- Tyron Woodley. Almost said Ty- the whole theme of the podcast is I'm saying Tyler Woodley. <laughs> he dominates Tyler Woodley and uh, just with an exclamation point, man. Remarkable night. Not a close fight. But remember, guys, if you want more streams like this, Remember to follow the channel you're watching. Subscribe if you guys are watching it on YouTube. That helps us get more of these out to you. And uh, thank you guys for joining us tonight. It was a great night of fights. Really great stream. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. We'll answer this one more question before we go here. Do you think Leon Edwards would have won tonight against Tyron? Against this Tyron? Probably. Probably. I mean, Tyron was not busy. When you know you're down two rounds, going, you're down at least two rounds going into the fifth. We need to see more output. We and you more just from you. don't throw. That's not how you win. That's not the path a fighter takes who wants to win. I've seen fighters before. You know, Darren Elkins. Darren Elkins down versus Mursad Bektik. What is he? He never stopped moving and throwing. Because he never stopped trying to win the fight. Every, every stops. Every move you make. Every move you make. Absolutely. Is in the trajectory toward you, how you toward see you yourself. Win. Toward you winning. 100%. And it's not just winning the fight. Because they could say like, oh, well, I was moving out of the way of punches. I'm trying to win the fight. No. Does it go to what, how you think you win that fight? Are you pushing toward, like, I was trying to submit him. I tried to take him down. I tried to get this. You, you can't just do nothing yeah. or just be defensive. You're down. I agree completely. You guys did a good job tonight. It was exciting. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate really it. appreciate that. But, you know, we shall be back 
for the next night of fights. We'll see you guys then. Peace out, bros. Catch you guys later.